What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk live show. Make sure to go ahead and uh, send out the link to your groups, to other people. Let them know that we are live. Thank you guys so much for subscribing on YouTube, on iTunes, on Apple Music, and tuning in live and watching us on the playback. Tonight, we have the wonderful and talented DJ Linka Paris in the mix and other people that attended Paisley Park after dark tonight we weren't able to test everyone before the show so when we say live we'll see what happens but we're really looking forward to it still hope to do an after show as well linka should be able to see your comments um i thank you guys so much for being here we had a ridiculously hot weekend in la the hottest one on record i should have been in minneapolis but uh I'm trying to be safe. Uh, no social distance dance parties for me. But speaking of social distance dance parties, we're going to bring on Linka, and then we're going to talk about Paisley Park After Dark and bring people on there with that. Then we're going to get back and focus on Linka and her relationship with Prince. But for right now, let's get right to it. Here is the one, the only, DJ Linka Paris. What is up, Linka? I am on. Hi. Yes. This is this is fancy. This is really fancy. I have been trying to figure out for so long how to do this. When I go on Twitch and I cannot do it. Yeah, so we it, got we got all three live right now. <laughs> and then some. This is this is really great. I don't see any comments yet. Oh wait. I think I have it set to private. Do I have to check the comment section? Yep. <gasps> there are comments. Okay. Yep. Did somebody say is that, is that your birthday? Somebody said happy and birthday. Mine was in early in August. Okay. I think I'm I think in March. this year. Yeah, this year all our birthdays are all mixed up, right? So <laughs> we don't even know. There's someone else who said it. Twenty twenty. So how are you, Linka? I am doing good. Uh oh. No, uh -oh. your microphone went out for me. How are you? My microphone went out. I am. I am well. I am. Uh. uh I'm starting my day. It's it's morning time for me, so I, I have coffee now. I have um, I graduated to tea now. I have tea. So, tea. yeah. That's what I'm drinking right now. <laughs> but I'm good. I've got sunglasses on because my morning eyes, you know. That's and we both have prints. Trust me. I can see your prints right now. I can see a little bit of the symbol over there, and you can see my whole print. Yeah, the brain poster. Yes. That. Yeah. <laughs> and. Trust me, if it wasn't for makeup, I'd be wearing sunglasses too. But <laughs> it's Brian Sayer's birthday today. Happy birthday, Brian. So there we go. Brian, right. happy, happy birthday, Brian. Brian or Ryan? Brian. Brian. Okay, see, I am far yes. from the comments. I don't want to get too close to the screen because you will see my morning face. As well. All right. This Your is fun. Face, I'm loving this. Okay. And we have other people that will be joining us that were at Paisley Park after dark. I see you guys. No one else can see, but we will be bringing you on. And my Siri keeps trying to annoy me right now. Um, but so, Paisley Park after dark, and the first one since the pandemic, quarantine, COVID. How was, you know, being the first one to DJ for that, how was that, especially at Paisley Park? It was, you know, first it was unexpected. 
I didn't. I, I woke up to, was it an email, a text message? I was like, what? I didn't even expect that, you know, a gathering of that sort will be. I thought it was going to be only the tours when people are just sort of distanced. You know, a party was not anything that I would that I would expect. So Paisley Park, after that, the first, you know, this is the thing, the first one, since this was the first one in a soundstage for me, the first one on a soundstage since since I did one when Prince was around, because the ones that that oh, were in uh, love from one another room, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, oh, you okay? <laughs> the ones that were in a love from one another room slash NPG music club, club room, as they I think call it now, um, the ones that were a part of the tour. You know, when people uh, when Graceland had had Paisley Park under their management and it was um uh you would have to take a tour and then you would have to you know then you would go to the party so those started happening after prince passed but as far as like a party of its own in the sound stage honestly the last one was oh god 2015 if i'm not mistaken something like that 2015. 2015. No, yeah, 2015. It must have been 20. So five uh, years. So it was. A, and when I found out, I didn't know when they told me it's going to be in a soundstage. And then later on, I found out. Okay, it's a separate ticket. It is just a party. It's so it is what it was, you know, five years ago. And I, I honestly got a little emotional. It was. Yeah, it was a little, a little different, and that was also. That was also the first time I played on that stage. My very, very first time I played on that stage. Because um, somebody, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> hey, Marcia. Um, uh, I'm just seeing things pop up on the screen and I get really. Uh, no know, problem. I'm putting it on there and trying to figure out other. <laughs> um, so. Hey. Because it was always, um, you know, like Prince would play. So the band was set up on a main stage. And if I, when I DJed in a soundstage, I'd be across the room. So basically, it was like a little area next to the sound uh, soundboard setup. And on one side of it, there were couches with people sitting. And on the other side, there were also couches, but the DJ booth. So it would be, I would be looking directly at the band, but I'd be in the back of the room. Um, and now I was on the actual main stage, which felt awesome and kind of, scary at the same time because it's such a big stage there are instruments around me and i'm this one i'm not exactly i'm tall but felt like a little person in the middle of it with you know not much of a performance because when you are a dj you are more of a you, just, you know you are behind the board you are not exactly <laughs> jumping around dancing right. around entertaining the crowd so it felt very very big around me but it was it, it was an amazing, an amazing, amazing experience. And how, how different was it with people having to wear a mask and social distance? I saw a video of it, but I'm just asking from your eyes and your perception, how was it? Very, very. very I, um, yeah, I am still not used to it. I don't think I ever will be. I'm hoping it's not gonna, you know, be forever, but. Yeah, from my end, I, I felt like an alien, <laughs> and not just with that. That's I felt that way when I when I went to DJ, you know, um, a couple of nights um, at the W before it, it opened and it closed again, um, because I had sunglasses and a mask on, so I was just sort of like, okay, I can't see, and I'm breathing, sort of whatever, you know. But then see, uh, 
sea of masks. It is, I don't quite know how it made me feel. Yeah, it is very different. It is very different. But did this, at least the familiar surrounding of Paisley Park and being in the soundstage area, did that bring you a little bit of comfort? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. For me, and the social distancing, you know, I didn't even feel that being that strange because there were many, many parties that Prince would announce an hour before the party started, right? <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> Excuse me. So there were many parties when Prince would play for 20 or 30 people at three, four o'clock in the morning. And it was normal for the room to be somewhat empty. So that actually almost reminded me of of the of the old times. It's just just the masks. That was that was a little little weird, but a little different. It is it is what it is, yeah. And for sure. <laughs> Now, was there anything, because I know like you saw familiar faces there, albeit like it was hard to see them with the mask until they got a little bit closer, but it's good feeling that energy and that those other things, right? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And the people, just the, the love, they, it, it was, oh, I see Stephanie over here. See, I get so sidetracked. Must have been a wild feeling seeing everyone dancing with masks. Yes, it was a wild feeling. I am so close to the, so close to the camera. Am I too close to the camera? It's no. fine. I'll try to bring some of the comments on screen so it makes it easier for you to see. This is fun. So. Yes. Yeah, and also for me, um, the sound system. The sound system was, oh God, Paisley Park has the best sound system. It really does. It is my favorite to even listen to or play on. It's it, nothing, nothing, nothing sounds like it. I have not heard a venue right. better than, yeah. Than that. Why am I hearing Taylor Swift? Am I the only one hearing that right now? It's not me. Oh, it's my thing. My new yeah, song. I'm listening to Taylor Swift doing a Prince show. Oh my God, Doc. I, I, it's coming on in my headphones. I'm hoping, hoping no one else is hearing it. I don't understand what's going on, but I'm hearing it. I think I am playing. I have no idea where it's coming from, but we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> if I stop this, I'm playing we'll Sprouts right now. I'm playing the new, oh, I shouldn't say that, right? Because we're on Facebook. I'm not playing anything. Sorry. I'm playing nothing. <laughs> Everyone else, as long as no one else is hearing it but me, we should be good. Okay, but I have it super, super I'm low. I'm not hearing, I am not hearing Taylor Swift. I am. That's what's <laughs> hilarious. And I have no idea where it's coming from. Okay, but as long as no one else is hearing it, we'll get into it and we're going to be bringing people on that were at Paisley Park. <laughs> people want to know where are you right now, but you're in Minneapolis at your place, right? Mm-hmm. It's yes. not like you're at Paisley Park in a secret room. No, I'm not at Paisley Park right now, no. Yes. I'm in front of my wall, my temporary wall, until I move this live streaming station into my bedroom. So we will have intimate painted purple. Ian. That's good. A bunch of people in All my right. bedroom. <laughs> and what I'm going to do is I'm going to start bringing people on screen that were at Paisley, and then we're going to get to other things. I see people bringing up First Avenue and then your experience, but we'll get into that right now. Yes. We're going to bring on 
uh, Delisha first, who was at Paisley Park after dark, who hopefully as well isn't hearing what I'm hearing in the headphones of Taylor Swift. Here's Delisha. I remember her. How are you doing? Hi, babe. How are you? <laughs> I am good. I am good. I slept. Finally, I'm recovered. I don't have a mask on. Right. I still have sunglasses on because these are my morning eyes. And I really did not feel like putting on any mascara or anything. So I just opted for this. Yeah, that's what I do in my living room. I just put on sunglasses randomly at 8 o'clock in the evening and walk around. <laughs> I can dig it, though. It's a good look for you. How are you? So, I'm good. How are you? This is, and I have to say it's an honor to be speaking to you both because I follow you both on social media. So I am very grateful that you guys have me on. So. She is so there sweet. She was, she was so sweet. And oh, um, are you in New York? So no, I'm in um, Baltimore. So I actually um, last weekend was my very first time in Minneapolis. My first time at Paisley Park. So I got like the ultimate Prince experience last weekend. I just happened to go there on a whim, and um, while I was looking at tickets for the tour, I saw that they announced the party at Paisley Park. And I was like, is that the same weekend? So I was like, oh my God, I got to get a ticket. So um, wow. yeah, it just all kind of, it was happenstance. And I had the absolute time of my life. Like that was everything that I needed um, because you know, with the pandemic and everything, traveling and going oh places God. has been really hard, but I was kind of getting a little stir crazy. So I just decided to fly to Minneapolis and finally do my whole Prince thing and go and see his old high school and some of the old places that he used to live and, and things of that nature. But um, the party was absolutely amazing. I had so, so much fun. And I can't believe I danced in Six Inch Hills all night. So. Oh my God, you did? <laughs> <laughs> that let me know that you did a good job because I had my flats on standby, but luckily I didn't need them. So. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's crazy. I did not know. See, I couldn't see anything in those glasses. I was just sort of like remembering <laughs> where my buttons are. I didn't yeah. see much, <laughs> but it worked. She was so fun. She was really, really so. Oh, yeah, you did an amazing job. So, kudos to you. Thank you I very tried. much. I was a little nervous, you know, because this was like. Oh God! The first time I played something on something that loud in a very long time. By yeah. the time I I go and I live stream in the middle of the night, I have the speakers very very low, so I hear my headphones, and all of a sudden I have loud music around me. That was the energy of it. I was so oh, I felt so, I was so happy. Now I also want to say this on air for anybody who was there. I apologize for my two little glitches. You know. Oh, I didn't. Dance music, sex romance, and one more because I have. Okay, so when I started live streaming, my station here is set up much lower than my normal DJ booth anywhere is. And I got used to making certain movements with my arms, right? Mm -hmm. And now the DJ booth was higher. I mean, by, I would say, a foot higher. So whenever I went from my computer and I wanted to type in anything, I had to pretty much pay attention to my elbow the whole time. And the two times that I did not pay attention to my elbow, it dropped directly on top of the turntable. And right in the beginning goes, everybody. I, like, I was slightly inebriated, so I don't even remember it. So you did a good okay. job. <laughs> so and I'm going to say it here also. I did record it. I recorded my set, but I didn't listen to it yet. And I am gonna, I'm going to go through it. If I can clean up those glitches and if it sounds good, I'm going to put it 
online so that people who weren't there they can yes. listen to it. Awesome. I have no idea. It might be all distorted. I have no clue. So yeah. we'll try. <laughs> but thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. And you did an amazing job. That was my first time, but it will definitely not be my last time. So thank you very yes. much. Perfect. Thank I hope you. to see you again. I'm glad that you had a good time. Yeah. Yep. We want to see you again. Linka does, and I do. Hopefully, you'll be at Paisley yes. for sure. Yes, you will definitely see me again. All right. Well, I'm glad that you had an amazing experience, and thank you so much for taking time out to join us. It's really appreciated. Thank you. All thank right. you for allowing me to be on the show. She's so sweet. You are so sweet. Thank you really you. are. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. No, thank you. All right. Bye. Okay. Have a good Bye. one. Have a good one. You too. This is Nancy. Oh my God. Yeah. I need to get I was trying to get more people on at once, but I have no idea where that damn music is coming from. But is at it least you guys better? aren't hearing it. Okay. It's not No, good. it's something else now, but I have no idea why it's playing. I bet it's hitting long, maybe one more time. You know, let me <laughs> I'm gonna bring someone else on, but let me try really quick. Just because I'm glad that you guys can't hear it, but maybe it's my iTunes. I'm reading. Oh my god, I'm reading comments now. This is fun. no. What glitches? I never noticed anything. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. I was beating myself up for them for three days. Okay, I didn't hear any glitch. That's Even good. Okay, good. That's very good. But if, if I put the recording out the way it is, you would hear it. Uh, hope it sounds good. Please put it online. Oh, you guys are so sweet. So you okay. really are. This is the fr my first time, by the way. I don't really know much about what I am doing. So I'm just sort of sitting here We're and talking. And I'm a little laughing. And he's like, I'm never going to have home again. This is just terrible. It's, no, it's fine. Let me. Um, <laughs> we're going to bring in Dorothy, who lives in Minneapolis now. And she oh, was yeah. at Paisley Park after dark this weekend. So let's bring in Dorothy Inez. Hey, Dorothy. How are you doing? Hi, Dorothy. Hey, so uh -oh. y'all, so can you hear me? Thank you for my kiss on steroids video. That yes. You, yes. You, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> God, wow. I've looped that so many times. That's terrible. But no, it, it's not terrible. It's fun. I like it. I like it. It was Thank good. It, it was good. I had so much fun with you, Lenka. I, I have missed you because, you know, I was like a regular on Friday or yeah. Saturday night. So mm -hmm. I've missed you. Um, and we had such a great time at Paisley on um, Saturday dancing. My body was needing it. It was craving <laughs> it. So it was it was super, super awesome. And just seeing all the people, Delisha, she was out there. She was dancing in those high heels, slightly inebriated, um, having a good time out there for sure. So Jeremiah. I had no idea that girl had six inch heels on. Jeez. Oh yeah, right there in front of the stage, but you had your third eye, your glasses on, you weren't seeing anything. You were just getting your groove on as always. <laughs> so I, I just enjoyed it and everybody, everybody enjoyed it. It was just good to be back in the house. And I just loved how Paisley really did a great job of keeping everything nice and, and I felt really safe in the building. Yeah. And um, and everybody just honored the the rules and it was just a great time. It was just good to see everybody. Yeah. And I do I have to give a shout out to the Paisley staff. 
Yeah, they did an amazing the job. That are that that are running it now. That amazing group of people. They are just not only they are such professionals, but such sweet people also. Uh, something happened. Doc is not on the screen. Look at this. He left. He's, work, he's working on getting his music. I actually, I exactly. actually, Try I, the actually music. I actually like the music on because it's like that nice jazzy feel in the background. That's me. That's oh. not, that's not his tailor. That is, that oh. is the news album by Prince currently playing South. Oh, oh shit. I, sh I just said that again. I shouldn't be saying that because Facebook it, can mute it, us. They won't mute you, girl. They won't mute you. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't wait for you to do, uh, to do another night and get us all back together and, and, and dancing and moving our bodies, especially as we, you know, get start going into this cold. I don't know when the next one's coming. Yeah. They, they said something was coming, you know, soon, but I don't know what that is, but I'm looking forward to it. You did amazing. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I think, I think what they are probably doing, what my guess is that they are, they are uh, playing by ear now because <clears throat> my voice is coming in and out. They are playing by ear. I, I think they wanted to see how the first one will go, you know, with the social distancing and how, <clears throat> how everything is going to go. So, but everyone was very respectful and, you know, we kept yeah. the distance. We took that one little selfie, but other than that, everything everything was good and yeah. Yeah, I came in there with the shield on. I I I I had danced the night before. Don't laugh, Jeremiah. I had danced. I had my blinged out shield on um, because I was ready to get my groove on, and I was not about to have that mask blocking, you know, getting all sweaty and stuff, you know. Needed to have the makeup looking cute, you know, for Lenka. <laughs> So, um, but anyways, I had a really good time, Lincoln. Thank you so much for always bringing the energy. Um, you know, had fun with my girls, Kim. I see Kim's on. Kim's online. Um, just had a great time dancing and interacting with people. Because after all these months, you just, you know, you get kind of lonely. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. I'm dancing with Pekan Yoshi here. I mean, you know, it's hard to be crazy things. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then Craig was in the house. Audrey Johnson was in the house. It was great. It was great. It was. It was. Every, everybody. It was just amazing atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And Dorothy, you've attended, you've attended Paisley Park After Darks before COVID, what we're going through, correct? I did. How different was this one and how was the energy? So this one was, the energy was a little bit different. It, it's, while it was still good, it wasn't as, you know, people were keeping their distance and everything like that. And so it wasn't, people weren't coming together as closely as we normally would. So it was a different kind of energy, but yet the energy was still high because of what Miss Lanka Paris was doing on the turntables up there. And just the fact that we um, were just happy to see each other. So it was, it was, um, it definitely was a different kind of energy, but yet still fun. I think we were all just glad to get the heck out of the house. <laughs> so that was the that was the difference for me. And then I loved how you know 
they like like Lenka was saying the staff just kept we had this circle we had to you you went out and came in it was like this circle you went around which kept you you know um people not coming uh super close to each other unless you wanted it you know you wanted that it was somebody that you knew but i was honestly impressed jeremiah about how everybody kept their I mean, really kept their mask on and respected the rules of the house. That was impressive. That's yeah. That's a good thing. Because we want to make sure there's more of these, you know, for sure. Yeah. Nobody was, so. you know, hella drunk or acting a fool. It was just really, it was nice. They were respecting the rules and respecting the house and jamming to the music. That's always a good thing. So. Yeah, I see Craig, Brother Craig, down there. See my comments. I'm, I'm, I'm picking them. They are not moving on their own. I, I think I have to like. Eh, come on, computer. Yeah, you have to. If like you're going back, you can do it on the floor. But I am trying to bring ones that'll make it easier for you to do. I'm trying to do a million things, <clears throat> Linka and Dorothy Inez, to get people on. So I'm sorry if I'm doing that. But no, no, no. With the live show. Quite a production of the live of the live show. Oh, do you have like a line? Well, they all have an me? assistant. No, no, no. It's just uh, because other people didn't get the link, and then their connections aren't as well, aren't as great. And I want to make sure their connections last a little bit of time, so when we bring them on, we don't lose them. Oh, that's all. okay. But it's all good. Audrey had messaged me for the uh, messaged me. I don't know if you sent her uh, sent her the link, Audrey Johnson. Who? Audrey Johnson. Yeah. I believe I did, but go ahead and send her the link as well. Cause I did send Craig the link. So, you know. Yeah, because those two, I know they'll have they'll have some juice to add to this conversation. Yeah, you know what? I actually have a question for you guys because anybody who was at Paisley Park back in the day and got a chance to walk through the building, for example. 2001 celebration, Rainbow Children, anybody who, who basically got a chance to see Paisley Park before Prince passed and then after. How different is it? I have not, this is really weird, I have not taken a tour yet. So oh. I have not been around the whole building since, you know, since the way he had it set up. So I, anybody can tell me, anybody knows? Anybody who- Dorothy Inez. Both well, ways. Well, I never attended before Prince <laughs> passed, but I was I've been there since like it first opened as a museum and how it is, you know, how it is now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like since the since they opened it in the beginning and how it is now, they've been pretty consistent. Um, some things have been moved around and kind of, you know, cleaned up, but um, it's been pretty consistent. I'd like to see them, um, you know, share some more in-depth stories. Maybe as you move into some of the VIP tours, you get to hear some more in-depth stories from people like yourself or, um, you know, uh, Jeremiah, you know, I don't know. I just like to hear some more because when you visit over and over and over like many of us do it gets really repetitive but in terms of how it looks um, I actually enjoy that they rotate out the clothing and different things that we get to see so that adds some variety to it but I would like to hear more information um, as you go up on those tours and give people incentives for wanting to come back and keep visiting the park um, because you, you just how many times can we visit 
So I want to start hearing some new stuff. Yeah. That'd okay. be smart. I'll say this because I've been there before and I was at the 2001 celebration and all of those. The first time back after he passed, you know, I was there the weekend before he passed. First time there after he passed, the first day, felt a little like, like someone was there. Then one of the last times I was there, uh, not last times, but Celebration 2019, I felt like this tap in the middle of my back and there was no one around me. And I was in the soundstage area. The first time I had that little shiver thing, it was outside and I thought, okay, maybe it's because it was a cold day there in April. But in 2019, when I felt that little thing in the middle of my back, no one was around me, no one. And of course, I'm a tall person, so if Prince was tapping me, it'd be probably be around right there. I can't say it, so when people say that they feel his energy there, I totally get it because, mm -hmm. you know, and that when people will say, oh, he's not there anymore, why should I come to Paisley? I'm like, he's there in a different way now. That's the only way I can describe it. I don't know, Linka, if you've had a feeling like that or Dorothy Inez or other people, but yeah, there's something there is all I can say. And I'm not trying to get all Woo -woo. philosophical or anything, <laughs> but yeah, you know. I've had those experiences too. Um, I can't remember. I think it was the last event we had. Um, I had that. And then on my first, uh, my first, um, uh, first few visits. I also had that just because of the type of work that I do. I have a sensitivity to energies. And so I definitely feel him. There's times where it feels kind of sterile. And then there's times where it feels like um, the fullness of who he is, is there as well. So just kind of fluctuates. It's so crazy. Linka, have you had any feelings like that? My, my first time back was... I right now am getting more adjusting. There's also like there's something that I wanted to talk about. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. Might, some people might not like like me for that. But um, uh, first time back was as emotional as it gets because it was when um his family had the little private memorial for him. So it was basically just a few people. I remember um, Maya and Gretchen there. Sheila E. Uh, God, I can't remember everyone. It was just, I would say maybe 30, 20, 30 people. And it was a beautiful memorial. And then afterwards, I was basically supposed to DJ. And I did. But it was, I had to hold pretty much tears. The, this was in, in August of 2016. So this was shortly, shortly after. And I remember we all, um, you know, we got passed around this pen and a paper, this, like like a little note thing. And so all of us wrote a personal note to print. And then that was being put in this box. And that's always still, still at Paisley Park now. So we are sitting there sobbing, writing these notes. And then afterwards, all of a sudden, it's supposed to be a dance party. And just to like switch from this to that. The, the room was not, this was not a museum yet. It was literally left just the way he left it. And I, I looked up on the symbol in love of one another room. And I looked up on that symbol that time. I, I felt, 
I felt him. I'm just going to say it like that. I felt, as soon as, actually, I felt him as soon as I walked in. As soon as I walked in, it was something just, I started, I don't know if I was sweating or shaking. It was, it was a very uh, feeling that was, I can't even describe, you know? Um, I felt like I was in a bubble, yeah. sort of numb. Uh, yeah. You know, when you like, like when you get your heart broken and then mm. for a while you are in this stage of, you don't even know what's going on. You are No, we can't, we can't relate to that, Lenka. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I mean, I'm sound, sounding weird, but yeah, so that's, that's sort of like, it was, it was a really weird, um, as time went and the more of them I played, the more adjusted, it's almost easier. I have to say this, it's easier for me to play there now when it looks different. And here's what I wanted to touch upon, you know, that there's a lot of people who are saying, uh, I've seen like comments after I posted the selfie. I've seen comments saying that's just not right. Post, you know, taking pictures of Paisley Park. He was against this. He was against that. This is the thing. Prince is not alive. Unfortunately, very unfortunately, he is not alive. Um, he had certain rules. But if you think about it like this, whenever Prince would go play a concert, it doesn't matter if it was at Paisley Park or anywhere else. You couldn't take pictures. You couldn't record a video. That that wasn't a rule just for Paisley Park. That was a rule for himself. He didn't want pictures of himself end up on the internet where he didn't like the way he looked. Honestly, yeah. you know, he was very particular about his image. He didn't want, he was also very particular about his music and the way it sounded. And he didn't want it to end up on YouTube in shitty quality that I have to say it like that, you know. So he didn't right. want, excuse me, all of this stuff. Doesn't matter if it was Excel Energy Center or if it was... I don't know. It doesn't matter. Convention center somewhere, or if it was Paisley Park. Right now, he's unfortunately not there, so nobody's going to take pictures of him. Nobody's going to record him. Nobody's going to do any of that. It is a museum. Right. It is literally like you can do. If you look at, I, I rather, I rather for Paisley Park to be a museum where people who didn't get a chance to go. Right. Of course, of course, people who were there with Prince we were lucky we were lucky it's not it's nothing you cannot compare you cannot compare the energy of prince walking in a room at two o'clock in the morning and dancing with people on a dance floor for two or three hours you know and there's chips and cranberry juice for everybody to take and then all of a sudden at four or five a.m he decides to get on stage and play sometimes he has band members sometimes he doesn't and he can jam for six or seven hours this is for 20 sometimes 10 people this is stuff that will not be experienced anymore but I rather for Paisley Park to be a museum where there's outfits and cars and music is being played and, and, and he is being celebrated than for it to die off and nobody care for that building. You know, I, yes. was, I had a conversation with my friend about that the other day and we, we were talking about Neverland. You know, Michael Jackson and Neverland. If you look at pictures of Neverland today, it's a sad place. It's a sad place. The, the grass is two feet It's high. literally Neverland. Yeah, Neverland. <laughs> the road for arrest, it's just, it's terrible. You know, so I, if somebody could turn that into, into a beautiful museum and fix everything up, I'd be happy. I'd go there. You know, so I am, I am happy about that. And, and almost the fact that it's different, the, the fact that it does look different and it and you can take pictures and, it, and it's something that it almost makes it easier for me because I I've switched my mind and I look at it as something it's a museum where Prince used to live part-time he performed it was his you know that was his purple playground but right now 
it is not that anymore. It is a museum. It is and a I think that the sh having the pictures also kind of helps with marketing, getting people to want to come and experience and see what's happening over there. So I think it's great to be able to, because at first when they said we could take pictures, I was a little like, oh, but he wouldn't want that. But then I thought about, how this helps to share for those people who can't fly all the way to Minneapolis. It gives them an opportunity to see and experience it on some level through us. So I, I'm, I'm with having pictures and video um, in, the, in the soundstage. And I think they've really um, honored that by not having us film inside. But, you know, in the soundstage where we're having fun, I don't see the issue. Right. Yeah, plus right. you are not, the, the bottom line is you are not recording him. Exactly. You are not recording him. There you, you know, go. if you record a DJ, it's a DJ playing his music that was already recorded, you know, that everybody can listen to on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere. It's not something, something new that he just created, you know, in front of you. So, right. You know. Interesting. Well, Dorothy Inez, I want to thank you so much. You're welcome. For coming on. Sorry, I haven't. I know you hit me up last month. I have not been able to get back to you, so I apologize. Please do not take it personally at all. I forgive all right. you. I forgive By the way, you. look at her. She's like all ready to party. She's got her full makeup on. She she got ready for this. We know this. <laughs> I've been speaking on lives all day today, so this was my last one. So what? I've just, yeah, I've been doing teaching today. So this is my last one, but I wanted to come on and just honor you, Lenka, um, mm -hmm. for just really bringing us a great evening of fun, something that I think all of our souls needed. Jeremiah, thank you for, for always um, continuing the legacy and bringing us information and just keeping keeping hope alive. Okay. So thank have you. a good evening, you guys. God bless. You too. Thank you you too. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. All, right. All right. Now we're going to bring on another person that is from Chicago, I believe. All right. That was at Paisley Park after dark, and then we'll get to it. I'm not we may have other people join, but I do want to get to you and the things that you have going on. But right now, let's have uh, Diana from Chicago join us. Hey, Hi, honey. <laughs> you did such a All great my friends over here. Saturday. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear. You did such a great job on Saturday. On Saturday. I had oh, so much thank fun. You. I'm thank tired you. of dancing by myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Tell me about it. It was just, you made it, like, it's always, I always feel like it's a struggle sometimes to go there now that Prince is not there, but you just made right. it okay. Like, it, it felt right because, you know, we were dancing to his music that you were playing. So I needed that. I needed to refill my cup. I was running on E, and I'm so happy that my friend Christina and I just had like we just thought when you posted that you were going to perform automatically, we just called each other at the same time and we <laughs> coordinated and we drove up there and we had such a great weekend. It was so much fun. Oh, you guys drove. Okay. Yes. Fun. It it's was a quick so I didn't even know five and a half hour drive. <laughs> what? I didn't even know that you were, uh, it was so good to see you. I didn't, it was so many, you know, surprises. So many people are like, oh, you are here, you are here. And you came from here. People flew from all over for that. 
and they did like they really respected the social distancing because I actually asked, so how many how many tickets did you guys sell? And they said 130. That's very little for the sound stage, you know. Because I don't know how many people it holds. Maybe a thousand. It's it's a, it's a big room. Yeah. So and it looked pretty good because you know with the stage and with the with the cars and the uh, um, the outfits and everything and the piano. I'm very happy that the piano is still there from piano and microphone. It sort of takes up a chunk of the room, so that even if you have less people, it doesn't necessarily look, you know, how do you like a dead party, you know, empty or whatever, you know. <laughs> No, I'm definitely glad the piano's still there because that was the last time I saw him perform live. And it's always just so emotional to be there. And it's I'm happy to be there, but I'm also sad because he's not there. So mm -hmm. I struggle back and forth with, you know, just the emotions of being there. But it's it's my my safe place, you know, and I definitely felt safe. You know, there yeah. everybody I mean it's I just felt safe the way that they had everything set up and um, everybody had masks on and there was a lot of distance and it just felt comfortable. Mm -hmm. And the piano, when I, uh, when I walked by it, you just kind of like pause, right? It's, it's a, uh, yeah, that, that, that like gets me because that was his last, one of his last, um, I'm not sure if the piano on microphone was his last performance. It was not the last time he was on stage. But as far as performing, was it the last one? I believe so, right? He did Atlanta, but then the Paisley Park party, um, he did play a little bit of chopsticks on the piano and then showed off a new guitar he got right. uh, that night in April. But it was the last performance publicly that we got it from Paisley on January 21st. In January 23rd, he did a little bit of DJing with mm -hmm. Michael Holtz on the other side yeah. of the stage and then himself behind uh, the thing that's in the Black Sweat video that um, DJ Rashida would use. Yes, that little thing, <laughs> that beautiful DJ booth. I don't know what it's called, but I love it. I love it. It's so pretty. We yeah, it was a great time. Food. It was a great time. The vibe was great. I got to take pictures in front of the new statue that's in front of Paisley. That was that was beautiful. Um, you know, it was just a great time. I'm just you know happy that I was able to experience it, and I'm just you know glad that I was there with people who who we have that strong Prince connection. So I'm glad you know that you hosted that you were able to DJ at the party, and you know everybody was able to have fun, and you know. And also walk away with some merchandise. You know, I yeah. kinda I left with some merchandise. <laughs> you know, I haven't even walked around the, the um the merchandise area yet. Is it a lot of nice stuff there? Yeah, I don't, I I don't mean, even know. I, the one thing that I did notice is that the prices are a little uh, they re, they were reduced a little bit. I feel like it was the they were a little higher the prices, so I felt like it was more reasonable. So I was happy to okay. to purchase a couple of things and um, you know, I'm, I'm always glad to bring home anything from Paisley and to have, you know, I purchased a candle holder and a t-shirt. So I'm really yeah. glad that they had, they had the um, store open for us too. Yeah. And the, the, the symbol outside, I didn't know how I would feel, you know, when I see it in person, but you know, they, they did it. I mean, I, I know that Prince wouldn't have it there. He just wouldn't, you know, <laughs> he just kind of, no, he wouldn't. But they did it. It's very respectful and it's beautiful. Even, mm -hmm. you know, the rocks around it and the rope and everything. It's just, just beautifully done. So, I yeah, and how it 
Yeah, it's so beautiful. And it, we took it's pictures gorgeous. at night and it's just the way that the, the purple light reflected off the symbol and then the flowers. It's just so beautiful. And I'm, I'm, it's just yeah. so nice to see that there. Yeah. I like it. I can't wait to see it. I just want them to change the lyrics to Paisley Park and have the two U's and the R's there and not the regular speak. That's all. <laughs> Statue is great. I'm not trying to bring up anything negatively. It's big. That's just, I, yes. It's really big. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, they did make some changes. I noticed there was a lot of beautiful chandeliers in the MPG room. There was like maybe three or four chandeliers. There's, um, I noticed too, there's uh, a video, like a screen and it's like in the shape of an eye. I actually was just dancing the whole night. Like I just couldn't sit down. I had to dance the whole entire night and I did. And then towards the end and end is when I went around and looked at all of the, um, the outfits and the cars and, you know, I had my little moment with him and, you know, so yeah. that felt good. And I waited to the end to do that. So. It was just an overall great time and I can't wait for the next party. Hopefully I can make it, but if not, I hope everybody else who goes enjoys, you know, experiencing dancing at Paisley because it's it's so much fun. Yeah, for me, it was, you know, it was hard for me to play uh, all of a sudden because, you know, like for the last few months, every Friday I've been playing six, seven hour princess I know. Right? And I into three hours and all of a sudden also have people in front of me I, I had to go okay am I gonna go completely in a hits direction or am I gonna go you know I didn't want to go like all the way either way to go too deep or too hits I was thinking of it as, as a dance party but my main thing was I want to squeeze so many songs into three hours we you know? more time yeah some, some songs you know how it had like you think like oh you want to cut off the song in two minutes but then he starts like a three minute guitar solo five minutes into the song you're like I can't miss that you gotta let that play so it was kind of yeah it was like sort of oh but yeah, I guess that's a recommendation to extend the hours you know eight to 11 you know we need more time there's so much music we need more time we need more music and it's been a while you know it's been a while you know so i that was the only recommendation i have is that they extend the party time yeah. i don't know how it is now you know because when when prince was um around you know how he would play until five or six a.m seven sometimes eight <laughs> um i don't know if they can now or if it's a if, if there's on it there were times when cops would show up on Prince and say, hey, our neighbors are calling you are too loud, you know? <laughs> so, that happened to him over there and at First Avenue and sort of, you know, places where he would just decide to jam at 6 a.m., 5 a.m. Right. We probably could have gone to 5 a.m. if they would have left. <laughs> well, oh, I, I could. I could, yeah. Get that money for sure. Well, right. and thank you so much again for your Fridays. I mean, it's been a struggle. I know for me the past eight months not to dance. That's my therapy. That's my outlet. That's what gives me life. And, you know, mm -hmm. I you've helped me. And the other DJs who've also DJ Prince music is kind of, that's my therapy. That helps me, you know, deal with the stress of everything that's going on in the world. So your music, your dedication, everything is just, I'm so grateful for you and Aww. your commitment to playing Prince and keeping his music alive and keeping us dancing. 
thank you. I love you, Linka. And I'm glad that you guys join, you know, because like if you didn't if you didn't join and come to the chat room and listen, then I play for nobody. So thank you. <laughs> and I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring it back. It's suck. it's probably not this Friday, but I'm gonna see if next Friday or Friday after. Um it's it's not gonna be more than more than a couple of weeks. I'm gonna I can't, I can't do it anymore. So <laughs> I just need it. You know, sometimes you just need downtime. Yeah, you need to take care of yourself. And I'm glad that you're doing that. Yeah. So you just need it. And you sort of need to, like, not, uh, not have tasks all the time. Because then you can't, you know, focus and process and just be with you. Yeah. Sort of, if that I makes agree. sense. Yeah, and plus I'm really, really trying to remodel so I can have you guys in my bedroom. But I think when I start, I might not be remodeled yet, so you still might be in my living room. <laughs> so yeah. Thank you, Barry. I appreciate you. Thank you for this. I appreciate Thank you, you, Diana. Thank you. Appreciate okay. you having the Bye, time everyone. for us. Bye. See you soon. All right, we're gonna try to bring on one more person that's been waiting, Audrey Johnson, and then I want. Because I don't know how much time you have, Linka, but I want to get into you and the paint party and other stuff going on so people can tune in. But right now, let's bring in um, Audrey. Hey. Hey, Audrey. Hi. How are you? How are you? <laughs> this is really fancy. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to talk Very to you back cool. later about this because this. This I like this. Oops. Definitely. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. You fell down. You fell. Are you okay? <laughs> Oh, okay, that was a drop. Yeah, she was thinking of uh, Saturday night again and getting right. how, how was your experience, Audrey? Oh, man. It was incredible. And I'm glad that I actually made the effort to come and got on the plane, okay. you know, risking my life to come to Minneapolis to hear Linka do Prince right. So it was definitely oh. worth it. It was worth it. I mean, I brought in the new year at Paisley. I figured I'd bring in my birthday weekend the same way. Why not? You know, so it was perfect. Can I ask, how is it? I have not been on a plane since since COVID started. How, uh, and well, airports, was, how do you get through the I security? You take your mask off and... No, they have to no. check your ID, right? Like, how do they know it's you? You just you just pull it down a little so they can make sure that your ID matches, you know, who you are. But okay. you put it back up. But you keep it on the entire time. You're in the airport while you're on the flight, you know, everything. And most people are following the rules. Okay. So. And do they, sell, do they sell out, do they sell, you know, like seats? Like, do people sit directly next to one another? No. Or do they well, Southwest, they're definitely not selling the middle seat. So... The okay. plane is full. Great. I don't have to be stuck seats. in it anymore. That's yeah. good. I always yeah. like show up late, you know. Yeah. So that was that. That's good. You know, at least they're doing it and they're continuing to do it. I think for another few months. So, okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. But, you know, I had to get there. And it was great kind of being with everybody and having that sense of community you know, that we have, and you don't really realize how much you miss each other, mm -hmm. even though you're kind of keeping in touch online and, and through Facebook and things like that. But to physically be in the same space with our community means a whole lot. So 
I was glad that the you know they decided to do this party again, and you know you were the perfect person to kick it kick it off for the, for this year. Oh. Awesome. Now, Audrey, I'm curious because I don't know about Linka, but did they check your temperature before you guys were admitted in? No, I was a little surprised that they didn't. I was hoping they were. Huh. Okay. I was hoping they were going to do that because they alluded to it in some of the communication that they gave us about it, um, that that might happen, but they didn't do that. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're hoping in the future they will. Just yeah. so people can feel safe, even though you guys were wearing masks. Right. But I, I think it would be a good idea. Um, and then I did do a, the tour the next day and they didn't check any temperature for the tour. Wow. They didn't on okay. me either. Huh. Yeah. Well, without you, Linka, there's no party, but you, know, <laughs> right. you were sick, but we can understand that. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think if if people were showing symptoms of anything, they would. I would hope they would not show up. You know, Come on. You what if they? You can't. What if they flew though, like Audrey, and they yeah. don't want to miss it? You know, that could be problematic. They should be checking. As much as I'm glad that they're having these events, but we have to do everything we can do to be safe and make other people feel safe. So, if temperature is a thing. That'd be great. Hmm. Go ahead. Oh, me or Audrey? <laughs> Anyone. Like, oh, I just yeah. want everyone to feel it's, safe. It's, you, I don't think that you can, you know, just think that people are going to do the right thing. Because mostly they're not going to do the right thing for the right reason. Yeah. So, you know, I think it would behoove them to at least do it. And even if they did it randomly, you know, but to at least attempt it. I think it's a good idea. Hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, I haven't even thought of that. The only place that my um, temperature got checked is when I went to the doctor, you know, <laughs> with my ongoing joints trying to figure out what the hell is going on with me. So, but they, they do. They do. And then I went, actually, then I went for a recheck and they, they didn't. They didn't check my temperature, not even at the clinic, mm -hmm. which was weird. They just asked. <laughs> Do you have fever? I'm like, no. Okay, go. <laughs> I mean, Alan did come outside and we were standing in line waiting to get in and he was like, okay, you have to be six feet apart. You have to be six feet apart while you're standing out here in line. Nobody was doing it. Huh. It seemed like the videos I saw or the photos I saw, at least inside, people and were socially to... distancing yeah. unless they were with someone. had enough space to do that, but... While we were standing in line waiting to get in, nobody was six feet apart. Okay. Just like Target checkout. <laughs> you, can we even right. get into the Target checkout? Like the people just don't understand because it says, at least here in LA, it says don't put your stuff on the belt until they tell you to. Uh -huh. And then there'll be people putting their stuff on the belt before I even checked out. And it's like you want to just like, not slap them and go can you not read right. you not do these things like I, i'm i'm doing it but everyone needs to do it or else we're never going to get out of this thing we're never going to get out of it yeah i mean unfortunately because i've had people that had it and we've had an outbreak where i live and it's problematic oh, okay. but um i i wish 
you know, I'm thankful that people have it that don't know anyone who's had it, but unfortunately I've had, and it's mm -hmm. people around me and someone's skin color changed. And that was kind of weird. We'll get into that another time. Um, I'm just glad you guys did feel safe there, right? Yeah, That's I number did. one important thing. I did. Yeah. Yeah, how is, they were um, they were monitoring people, you know. I think there was like one person that didn't have their mask on the entire time and security did come to that person to remind them to keep it on and they had traffic flowing, you know, one way in and one way out. So, that was good. So, they 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 did a lot, I think. So, I felt safe. That's good. Okay. That's good. Yeah. How is it? How is it in, in, in Los Angeles right now? As far as I'm so, you know, I'm supposed to, I, I told you, I, I have a ticket to a concert next month and I am afraid to buy a plane ticket because I don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> that concert ain't, I mean, they just, they basically the end of October, but yeah, for Halloween here, they canceled trick or treating. You are not allowed to oh, knock on neighbors doors. You're not allowed to have parties. So I don't think it's going to be happening. More stuff is opening, but very slowly. And we had during Labor Day weekend, we had um, the beaches were crowded. I mean, we we're dealing with 121 heat. It was never this hot in LA before. That's crazy. Can I tell you something? This ever. morning, I turned on my heat because it was 42 outside. Yeah, I saw. I don't know what crazy. Yes. But you know what? Next week it will be 79. Like we're going from winter to summer on four or five days back and forth it, it's 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 goofy it's just goofy here <laughs> so i don't even know what weather it is now. probably around the weather was absolutely perfect <laughs> yeah but you guys are going through right. some heat wave right now that's crazy 120 it went from 121 to like it was supposed to be 104 but it actually didn't get past 100 yesterday and it was supposed to be 99 today but it's 95 but there's a lot of fires around la and the bay area mm -hmm. looks like mars right now oh, Jesus. it's everything is just red everywhere it's absolutely ridiculous wow so but yes world is going crazy in 20 Why, audrey well, i appreciate <laughs> yeah, yeah. you joining you us do. for this i thank you lika thank you funkberry keep doing what you're doing thank you following thank you. <laughs> bye thank Good to see we, you. Could we look at some comments? Because I, I'm like, <clears throat> I feel bad. Whoops. I'm sort of like ignoring the comments here. Let's see. We must think yeah. of the greater good. Yeah, too many elderly are dying and other stuff. Yeah, it's crazy right now. Welcome to 2020. Welcome to 2020. Jesus, this year can just go. It can just go. <laughs> I mean, it's something else, but. Yeah. All right. Comments. Because wow. oh. I. Yes, because I don't, I don't know how much time you have, but I want to delve into some stuff so people know, like your relationship with Prince. Like, how did you, because I, I know the story, but I want other people to know it. How did you meet Prince and how did you end up DJing for him? You want my Prince story, okay. <laughs> yes. Posted it online Please. some months ago. Yeah, so it was. But um, for people who haven't seen it or whatnot or hear, hear you talk about it yeah okay so uh how did it start i lived in new york then i lived for a while in dallas texas and then i started i got into prince this is this is the 
funny thing. Like I liked Prince, but I really didn't get heavy into Prince until 1998 for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> it was 1998, and at that time, I was that was the little nine or ten months or something like that that I was living. Um, I was living in Dallas. I got heavy into Prince, and this was before I came out gay. I was married, and then my husband. I'm telling you like my whole life private story. <laughs> Please. We were <laughs> we were living in Dallas because he was helping his friend. Um, he was done helping his friend, and this is when we moved from New York. And he basically quit his job in New York. So we go, okay, where are we gonna go now? We don't want to be in Texas anymore. And that's when I got heavy into Prince, and I started going online, and I found out that he's doing these parties at Paisley Park on a Friday night, and he's charging people seven dollars, sometimes nothing, to get in, you know, to get in at one o'clock in the morning on a Friday, and he just plays for them for five or six, seven hours. And I'm thinking, this is a dream. This is what I I have to go there. I have to see this for you know. <laughs> so we pretty much we had no um, as far as like a career, we had nothing going on, and we were really young. So we're like, okay, let's just uh, let's move to Minneapolis. And he goes, why do you want to move to Minneapolis? And I'm like, well, Prince is in Minneapolis. We have to go to Minneapolis because they go like, you want to move to Minneapolis for Prince? You are crazy. I'm like, no, really, trust me. And also, there was another. Uh, this was a period of time when I briefly stopped DJing, and I got. I used to back in the day, I played guitar, but I stopped, and I started practicing again. And I am probably five percent of the level that would take playing guitar for Prince, but I was like, okay, we're going to move to Minneapolis and I'm going to be his next guitarist. That was my whole thing. I'm going to play guitar for Prince. And he goes like, okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> he just laughed. So we moved to Minneapolis with our gym bags and with my guitar. Um, I never played guitar for Prince. And uh, also when I was online, I met, who knows Miho or Miho, if you are here, say hi. I met Miho online she was the one who was going to the parties and always, always writing about them afterwards. And I was like, these, you know, all of these uh, reviews, they're always from this one person. So I decided I'm going to co uh, contact this person. I said, hey, I'm getting ready to move to Minneapolis and I really want to go to Paisley Park and I always see you online. So I just thought I'd check in and see what's going on. And she started, we started chatting online, then we exchanged emails. And when I got ready to move, it was right before the Mill City Music Festival. That was my first time seeing Prince live. I've never even seen Prince, seen Prince before. So August of 1999, uh, Mill City Music Festival. And Miho, uh, she told me at that time, she goes, hey, I'm going to be at the Mill City Music Festival, somewhere standing in front of the stage. Why don't we just meet in person? And I was like, sure, okay. And this is, you know, we don't have cell phones. We don't know what we look like. So she just described, she goes, I'm a Japanese girl, kind of tall, come find me. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, 20,000 people or something like that. Okay, awesome. This is going to be, and you know how like people say, okay, you stereotype. So I want, like, I'm like, Miho, you want me to walk up to every Asian person and ask them if they are Miho and for them not to attack me. <laughs> she goes, just do it. So it's like, okay, fine. So I walked up. Third person, I got lucky. Third person that I walked up to, hey, are you Miho by a chance? I am Miho. I'm like, you are number three. Okay, this was perfect. So we met instantly. It was it was right there. It was like, okay, we're gonna be friends. We you know we will be friends. Um, so that was my first time, and I saw Prince perform um, downtown Minneapolis at Mill City Music Festival, and I was just, oh my god, this is I, this is not like TV. This is what is this? What's going on here? I I was like, my life changed at that moment, you know, because it was a whole nother level from from listening to the records. Um, then I found out 
five days, I think it was five days after that, he had um, he had a party at, at Paisley Park. I was like, okay, this is going to be my first time. I have to go. So I go to Paisley Park. I'm standing in this line for like an hour and a half. He's supposed to open the doors at one o'clock in the morning, and he opens them at three o'clock in the morning, and I don't even care. You know, when he did that in February in minus 20, that was not fun. <laughs> but, but in the summertime, it was, it was bearable. So I walk in and I'm just soaking everything in. I was just like, oh my God, I'm standing on the floor that that prince walks on. And then I go to the next room and I'm standing in a room that he plays in. And everything was just so, uh, 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 so new. And I was just this excited bunny. So next thing I know, it's a dance party. Brother Jules was playing and we are dancing. And then security starts asking people to come to the lobby that apparently Prince will come out and he will pick a few people. He will not be playing on stage at Love for One Another Room, but that night he will play in Studio C. And I'm like, I don't know what Studio C is, but I'm just gonna stand in a lobby. So I go and I stood in a lobby and next thing I know, security taps my shoulder, Prince comes out and he's standing about 10 feet away from me. And my first, I'm like, he's short. That was my first thought, you know, because I, I saw him on stage at Mill City, but I never saw him in front of him. I was like, he's tiny, but I didn't say that loud. And so I'm standing there and I'm like, this is Prince in front of me. My second time seeing him like period. And he's 10 feet away from me. What's happening here? You know, next thing I know, um, he's, he, uh, you know, calls the security over and he just starts whispering stuff to him. Then he walks away and security starts walking towards a few people and just say, okay, you come with me, you come with me, you come with me. And he says that to about maybe 10 or 15 people. And I got lucky to be one of them. So I'm like, okay, now I'm going to see Prince in Studio C with about 10 other people. <laughs> so he walks us over there. We walk in a room. Prince and the band are there. They are already playing. The room is the size of a bigger living room, maybe. Instruments are all around, and the dance floor is right in the middle. So you don't have any space. You just have, you are standing, like I was standing here. I don't know if you guys can see me. And, and Prince is probably a foot away from me just playing a keyboard. You know, all of these musicians are just right around you. And I'm in heaven. I didn't even know what was going on. I think that term purple high, it, it was it was there <laughs> because I was in a uh, in space somewhere. I just couldn't even figure out what, what was going on with me. Uh, Prince just said, you know, hello, welcome, as we were coming in. And he played from, I'd say, 4 a.m. until 10 o'clock in the morning that day. And they remember Ananda Lewis from, from MTV, she was there that night. So she was just kind of like hanging in a corner and it was his band that he had in, this was right before, right before John Blackwell came into the picture, rest in peace. This was, um, so it was Prince, Morris, Kirk Randa. I don't think Marva was there that day. It was kind of like a, uh, Mike Scott was there and I, yeah. It was like a full band. It was, you know, about four or five people. And so they were they were jamming and Prince was doing stuff like I couldn't even so he had bass strapped on him, but it was hanging on his back. And he would play keyboards, then he would stop playing the keyboards, he would pick up drum pick up drumsticks and started playing keyboards with drumsticks. Didn't miss a note. Just perfect. I'm like, how are you playing keyboard with drumsticks? You know, then he throws the drumsticks down and he flips the bass and starts playing bass and all of this right in front of my eyes. And I'm just losing my mind. I have no idea what's going on at this point. <laughs> you know, it was all over at 10 o'clock in the morning. And I just, I didn't even know what to do, my, do with myself for the next, for the next week. It was, I was trying to process 
the genius and and what is happening here and why isn't everybody from the world moving to Minneapolis and coming to see this? <laughs> you know, that was on my mind. It's like, I'm not going to miss another one. This is crazy. So then I started going, um, I started going to Paisley Park. So this is the rest of uh, 19, year, uh, 1999. And I was just going to the parties, going to the parties and just dancing and just enjoying myself. Sometimes he would play, sometimes he wouldn't play. Um, then there was one party in February of 2000, February of 2000, yes. And I was normal, you know, just dancing, doing my own thing. And next thing I know, um, who knows Charles, you guys? Charles, remember Charles, security? <laughs> Charles walks up to me. And he, this was, man, Prince was the artist. He was going by the artist of, you know, artist from known as Prince. So Charles walks up to me and goes, uh, the artist wants to know if he can dance with you later. And I'm like, what? to know what you can dance with. that's what i didn't write that part in a, in a facebook post that i'm like dance with me i guess i'm like the party's going on you can dance with me now okay whatever fine yeah and i'm like yeah he can dance with me i think yeah this is me i'm still married at that time so uh i'm like okay all right uh can i can i have your phone number and i'm like, phone, phone number why do you want my phone number and he goes the artist wants your phone number and I'm like, you are lying. You want my phone number. You're just using him. It's like, no, I couldn't do that. I promise. Like, I would get fired. I was like, okay, I'll give you my number. But if you call me, you're in trouble. <laughs> so I gave him my number. Um, party ended. Prince didn't come out. Um, I didn't have a ride. I called my friend and I asked my friend if she could pick me up. That, that white phone that was hanging on a wall in Paisley Park, remember, like 20 years ago? <laughs> so, yeah. so I just took that phone, I dialed her number, and I called her. And um, she's in South Minneapolis, so she's like, okay, I'll be there in about half hour because, you know, 30, 35 minutes. I said, okay, fine. So I am sitting in a lobby. The merchandise table was in front of me. It was still in a lobby at that time with Ray-Ban Joy Fantastic um, merchandise at that time. And I'm just sitting in a lobby and nobody's there. It's all quiet. I hear somebody walking down the hallway and I'm thinking, oh, it's security who's going to tell me to get out right now. <laughs> you know, this is February. I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to be cold. They're going to probably want to lock up the building. So I'm just kind of sitting. I have my head sort of like looking at, the, looking at the floor. And then I see like these turquoise pants and turquoise boots standing in front of me. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like I sort of knew. And he goes, hi. And I just lift my head and I'm just like all scared. Prince is standing in front of me. I'm like, hi. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, I'm not going to jump on him and scream or anything. So I just, you know, I just said hi. And he goes like, how are you? I'm like, I'm fine. And at that time, do you remember when he would put a few braids, like big braids in his hair? I, I had long hair and I sometimes did that completely unrelated. I did that. That was like my, my rave, rave days from not rave, like rave, meaning Eastern European girl raving. Rave days. <laughs> um, and so he goes, uh, are you stealing my hairdo? I'm like, no. <laughs> and he goes, you're copying Gwen Stefani then, because she was doing that at that time too. I'm like, nope. <laughs> so he goes, he just kind of like leans over. This, he sits on this one table, but not sits on it. He just kind of like, you know, like sort of like leans on it. And he goes, did you have fun tonight? I'm like, yeah, um, I, I had a great time. He goes, did you uh, get anything from this merchandise table? And I'm like, yeah, I got that little tank top over there. And then I don't, I don't know if you guys remember, part of his Raven to the Joy Fantastic um, merchandise was a pair, it was thong underwear with rave written on it. 
if anybody remembers that. And so he like slowly walks over and he puts his finger right on the underwear and he goes, did you get these? I'm like, no, I didn't get that. And I'm thinking in my head, why is Prince, I just met him, why is he asking me about underwear? This is strange. Like if it was any other guy, I would flip him off by now, but I'm like going on, we're going with this, you know, it's really weird. So then he goes back to the table and he goes like, so where do you live? And at that time I lived in Edina. I was actually right around the corner from Flight Time Studio. It was really weird because Flight Time and then it was like an apartment building. So I'm like, I'm like neighbors with Jimmy Jam. This is really weird. So I'm like, I live in Edina. I'm like, I'm around the corner from Flight Time. Oh, he goes, oh, I know exactly where that is. You are about uh, 28 blocks down from where I um, bought my first house. My first house was on 50th and 50th in France. And I was on 70th in France at that time. And I'm like, oh, cool. Then he started talking about his houses and real estate and he asked me if I cook and I said I do and he asked me what I cook and I was like I don't know what to say I got blank and he goes like ha you don't cook and he told me he likes spaghetti and it was like really weird he just was going off on these weird different I don't remember everything but then he stood up and he walks over and I stood up and he goes would you like to go clubbing sometimes? So would you like to go, you know, somewhere? somewhere? And I'm like thinking, is he asking me to go clubbing? Is he asking me to go out? I don't know. And I am married, but I'll say yes, I guess. I don't. <laughs> it's like so weird. Like It's I'm, Prince. It's Prince, right? And I'm thinking, it's like, I'm not going to do anything with him. I'm just going to go clubbing. So I said, yeah, uh, yeah, I would. And he goes, okay. Would you like to play basketball with me right now? I'm like, no, I, I no, no. I, I wouldn't, I, my outfit, my hair, I, I, it wouldn't work. I really didn't want to lose. That was the thing because I knew that he was good at basketball. I'm like, no, he's going to kick my ass. That's not going to happen, but I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say, no, I don't lose. So no, 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 my outfit, you know, my shoes and my hair, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be any good right now. And he just kind of like laughed and he goes like, okay, well, uh, Charles has your number. So I'm going to give you a call and we'll go someplace. I said, okay, sure. And he just reaches his hand and he shakes my hand and he goes like, have a good night. It was very nice to meet you. Uh, like, okay, have a good night. At that time, he left, car pulls up and it's my friend Cheryl. And I just walk over to the car. I sit down. I look like a robot. And she's like, what's going on? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, I just, I just met Prince. And, and he asked me out. And, and he, we talked about underwear. And he wanted to play basketball with me. I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> We're sitting in a car going from Chanahasa to Idaida. And I'm just sitting. And she's like, no way. Are you crazy? I'm like, way. Like, it really happened just now. That's why I'm sitting here like that. So, yeah. So, it was, it was very weird. It was, it was Friday night. I woke up on Saturday afternoon. I think, like, maybe, I don't know, 4 p.m. or something I slept for about you know because this is morning we are talking and I slept like five hours 5 p.m. my phone I didn't have a cell phone my house phone rings and it says unknown on it and I was like well okay, maybe a collector or something I don't know so I answered the phone and said um hi this is Charles I'm calling um from Paisley Park is is Lenka there and I'm like oh hi Charles didn't expect you um yeah <clears throat> it's me and so he goes uh, the artist wants to know if, if he can give you a call in a few minutes. I'm like, yeah, he can call me. Totally, he can call me. <laughs> Five minutes later, unknown. And I'm like, hello. Oh, hi. This is Charles from Paisley Park. I was wondering if it's still you and if the artist can call you. <laughs> still me. He can call me. 
five minutes later again. And no joke, this happened, I would say, for a half hour, maybe seven times. And then I kind of get used to it. So I'm thinking it's showers. I answer the phone, I'm like, hello. And on the other end goes, hi. And I'm like, oh shit, that doesn't sound like child. You know, that's, that's Prince. I'm like, hi. And he goes, do you know who this is? And I'm like, I, yep, I have a pretty good idea. <laughs> and, and he goes, are you nervous? And I'm, I'm like, I, a, a little, little bit, yeah. He goes, why are you nervous? And I'm like, oh, I don't really have rock stars calling my number on daily, you know, every day, just like that on Saturday afternoon. And he goes, and he calmed me down. This is how he calmed me down. So he goes, don't be nervous. It's not a big deal. It's a short deal. And I busted out laughing. And at that point, we were just, you know. So then he goes, so who lives there? And me being my, you know, Eastern European naive, honest self, I'm like, me and my husband. <laughs> just told him. And he goes, oh, oh. And that changed the whole situation. So we didn't, I think he was going to ask me out. Didn't ask me out. So he goes, oh. Oh, okay. So you, yeah. Um, well, hey, you know, you got a you got a cool look, and I'm like, I do. Okay, well, thank you. And he goes, I would like to take some pictures of you sometime, like you know, with some artwork for things. I'm like, oh, okay, we can we can totally do that. We can totally do that. Like, okay. And then we just had a like a general conversation about whatever he came up with, and I just sort of you know played along with it. We never went out, which obviously I told him I was married. Um. But then I got a call on Tuesday night. I think it was at midnight. I got a phone call. And then my husband, you know, he was working overnight. So uh, Charles calls and he goes, hey, the artist wants to know if you could come to Paisley Park. I'm like, oh, now? And he goes like, yeah. I was like, okay. Why not? Yeah, I'll come to Paisley Park. <laughs> so I came to Paisley Park on Tuesday night. I asked my friend for a ride. And I called. My husband then, I'm being nice, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to Paisley Park. I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, so I went to Paisley Park, and it was, didn't know that that was actually an audition for, for John Blackwell. So John was there, and Prince had about 15, maybe 20 people there. I didn't know any of these people. We just all sort of met over there. So it was an audition for John Blackwell, and it was also, um, he showed us uh, Hot With You, Hot With You video with Eve, that Eve wasn't in a video, but that was, he was like, okay, so what do you guys think? And this year we all like, why is not Eve in a video? Why is it Eve in a video? Everybody said, but it's like, okay, it's cool. It's a cute video. Yes, we like it. So he's like, okay, I'm going to play it on Friday. I'm going to show it to you on Friday. I'm like, okay, fine. And then uh, John did the audition and he just, oh my God, he, we didn't even, he floored us. Even Prince, you know, like when he got so excited, he just stands on the side of the stage and he just starts like waving his towel at him <laughs> and he just starts like bouncing around and doesn't even know what to do with himself. That's how excited he is because it was just, it, it was, I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen a drama like that. That was just, I almost, I think I cried for a little bit. I'm not even sure. So it was on the spot. He got, it was like, he got the job. Um, and that, yeah, that was just kind of like a hangout, a hangout party. Oh, and then. No, that wasn't at that party. That was the next one. Yeah, next week, yeah. I think on a Wednesday, there was another party. And he had a bunch of people there. Again, his, you know, whoever he called, I guess. And he goes like, okay, we're going to do, do things on stage right now. Anybody, everybody just one, one at a time, walk up on stage and do something. And I'm like, oh, God, what am I going to do? I mean, this is before he knows that I, before he knew that I DJ. Uh, DJ equipment wasn't set up. And I'm like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go into, I, have, I don't know how to do any of this stuff. And back in the day, 
1993, 1994, uh, I, I used to, I wanted to be a rapper. So I used to rap, right? It was like pretty bad and it had like a strong accent, but I did it. I was so like, so sad I'm gonna be a rapper. So I was like, you know what? I don't know how to sing. I'm, I'm just gonna rap. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna rap. So I started rapping. <laughs> I, know. I started rapping. I did like some old rap from Left Eye or something like, I don't even know what I did. It was something that I did and it was, it was rapping pretty fast. And as I'm on a microphone, Prince walks up and he, and I didn't even know Femi. He was recording Femi, his engineer at that time. He was recording the whole thing. Prince goes and he goes like, I like it. I like it. I was like, no, you don't, what is it? you know? So he grabs this guitar. And he goes on another mic and he kind of like stops me and he goes like, can I solo? Oh, sorry, I gotta have the mic here. He goes like, can I solo? And I go, yeah. And he goes, can I solo? I go, yeah. And he goes like, on the one. And then he just drops this crazy solo that's 100,000 times better than my rap, right? <laughs> and I'm just like standing there with my jaw dropped. At the end he goes, that was amazing. I recorded that. And I'm like, you recorded that? I'm, can I have a copy of that? I don't care how bad my rap is. I just want a copy of that because like now I'm on like the same song with you, even though it's, you know, whatever this was. And he goes like, no, 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 I'm not gonna, I'm like, no, seriously, I'm just gonna send it to my mom. I'm not gonna give it to anyone. He was like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm not gonna give it to anyone. I was like, okay, I understand. I was like, can you just cut me? And then like maybe a beginning of yours, <laughs> you know, it just wouldn't work. So that was one little, um, then there were plenty, these parties kept coming. Those were these little bitty parties. This is all before I started DJing. Um, he basically he started referring to me as his sister. Um, he was very respectful of the fact that I was married and he was like, yes, I'm attracted to you, but you know what? You are married. I look at you as my sister. Um, he did want to do Bible study, which I refused. I didn't want to do it. It was like, just respect it. You know, <laughs> it's some people, he converted to Jehovah's Witness. Some people are, some people aren't. And it's okay. And he was, he was respectful of that. And then, um, so yeah, some parties were just like that. He would jam some, uh, we would just hang out and do nothing, play tic-tac-toe, and he would always win because he would tell me to start, but I can't start in the middle. And then his first move would be in the middle. And I was like, you know what? You just told me you did that, and now you're going to win again. You know, so the things like that. And then he, um, at one party, he asked me, <clears throat> this was one of those little get-togethers. The DJ booth was up there. There was no DJ. And there was a crate with a few records in it that I, some of them I knew, some of them I didn't know. And there was, yeah, there were no headphones. And I don't even know if the turntables had needles on them. I'm not sure. It was just like a halfway broken down DJ booth. And, uh, oh, in the middle of the scene, oh, this is so much. I can't, I'm trying to remember all of that. Oh, okay. he wanted me to be a dancer. He wanted me to be a dancer, you know, like, like one of the solo dancers, like, like, like Maite or Geneva. And I went up on the stage a few times and I, I tried to do something, something because he wanted me to. But I told him, look, I am not a dancer. And he was like, I see you dancing on, on, on the dance floor. You, I like the way you dance. And I was like, no, you know, when I was a teenager, I used to be in a group. And we did like Janet Jackson or Madonna, like, like group type like dances. That, that's fine. I can do that. But I am not your solo. I'm going to take over the stage type dancer. I'm just not. And then I mentioned, I go, but you know what? I DJ. <clears throat> I said that. And he goes, oh, you do? Okay, come with me. So he takes me upstairs and he goes like, do your thing. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Hold on, I need, I need my records, I need my headphones. And this is, I cannot do it on, I don't even know what's going on here. And he goes like, ha, 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 you just talk, you don't DJ. 
And I'm thinking, oh, God, now he doesn't believe me. And this is spring of 2000, I think. Then first celebration comes, June of 2020. He goes like, be my guest. We're going to do a concert at our Northrop Auditorium, and we're just going to do seven days. We're going to have Alicia Keys. We're going to have Nora Jones. It's going to be a lot of fun. Just be my guest. You don't need a ticket anything. Just come hang out. I was, and he said, just, just look nice every night. I'm like, of course. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, in the daytime, there was uh, stuff going on outside of Paisley Park. And there was a stage. And do you guys know anybody in DJ Sky? He's actually based in Los Angeles. Long hair, yes. plays violin, and also DJs. And he was outside DJing every day. And I'm thinking, I want to DJ. So I randomly, out of nowhere, just walked up to DJ Sky. And I go, hey, my name is Lenka. And you are here every day. This was like the third day into it. Do you mind if I bring some records and just play some time for a little bit? If you want to take a break or something, you don't have to pay me anything. I just, And he goes, yeah, of course. You seem like a really nice person. Just just come on. I said, okay. So the next day I brought my records and I started DJing. And the day after I started DJing. And the day after I started DJing. Not knowing that Prince probably has cameras and everything and probably watched it. <laughs> probably. So I, I didn't know that. All I know is that I got a call. No, then, then it was nothing, nothing, nothing. And then Rainbow Children celebration happened next year with uh kevin smith if i'm saying it right that's when kevin smith was there was supposed Correct. to be a documentary but the documentary never came out or i don't know it never got finished i don't know what happened with in that. the vault in the vault and then people will see a little bit of it possibly in the next couple of years that's all i'm gonna say but go okay. ahead sorry okay yeah i don't even i just know that he did like his show and he was like he jokes about it with the Chaka Mad and all of that. <laughs> it was funny. I was like, I cracked up at the whole the, the when he was talking about the uh, Prince wants a giraffe in his backyard in February in Minnesota or something on elephant. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, <laughs> off the subject. <laughs> um, but then it was uh, xenophobia celebration 2002, and that's when I got a call asking if I want to DJ. And I'm like, what? He knows I DJ. I'm like, yes, 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 I want to DJ. And then that's where it's, that was my first official time. And that's where it started. And then it was, you know, parties on and off. And then it, it, he would go and then he would have, I don't know if Brother Jules was in a picture at that time, but I don't know Dustin. Dust, Dustin was, I think, his only DJ at that time. At that time, yeah. Yeah, because Brother Jules wasn't in a picture yet, and it was nobody else. And then it started with Dustin. Then I was brought into the picture, and then Prince was living in Los Angeles for a while. It was DJ Rashida, and she was, yeah, she was for a while only Rashida, I think, right? Okay. Then he came back here, and then Michael was brought in. Then uh, Pam the Functress, who, rest in peace, not around also. Jesus, this is crazy. Um, I'm not sure who else. I'm probably missing people, and if I am, I'm sorry. But it kind of, oh, then it became, and he would go, and he would just kind of like call whoever at, at the time, and he would have multiple people on his on his call list. But yeah, so that's kind of like, that's that's how it was. And when he was when he was in LA, there was nothing going on in Paisley Park because he would did he did he rent a house from basketball player and paint it or something? Was that I I don't remember all of the stories, but yeah, the second thirty one twenty one house. And by the way, today is John Blackwell's birthday. Is it? So Jesus, talking about him a lot is awesome. 
Plus, Miho is now in here. Her eye, her ears, she is? her ring. Uh, I just so. hit that on my tooth. Miho, if you are, say something in the chat room. But wait, I gotta scroll through the comments because they keep stopping on me. I am. Oh God, I am. Yeah, I have a 9 p.m. comments. Hold on, hold on. And then um, she brought up about being Madonna's makeup artist or Madonna's dancer makeup artist. Probably talking about you. Wait, uh, uh, start over? Madonna's? I think she was trying to refer to you as like calling you like Madonna's makeup artist or whatnot. Just like she would do your makeup before you go out dancing. Possibly. She'll you know, people, sure. I don't rem remember this. Hi, there she is. Oh my God. Hi, Miho. Miho, talk to me. See if we had you tested, you would go. Um, oh. on, can you get on? Can Miho get on um, on the screen with us? Yes, I will send her a private link and then see if um, she's camera ready or wants to join us. But I'm going to set it up through her Facebook Messenger. Yes, that would be so, so if awesome. She wants to join. So Miho is one of my best friends in the entire world. Miho, I love you. I love you. Love you. Love you. <clears throat> This is a story of Miho. When uh, uh, 2003, at the end of 2003, when my mom passed, Miho, literally, this is what she did on two-day basis. I was already, you know, I was I was going back to back to Czech Republic. Um, Miho just calls me and she said, "I bought a plane ticket. I'm flying with you. I'm gonna go with you, just so you are not alone, just like that." And I, this is the kind of a person that she is, and she just she just she just did. So, yeah. Oh, she's it's, not ready. She's not ready. Oh, smoke a cigarette. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> I told. I told. Uh, I started um with my painted purple thing that if people should smoke a cigarette, I'm not ready yet. God, they would all die of lung cancer within two months. They'd be chain smokers. Right. Waiting for my two and a half hours. And the thing about the Madonna makeup thing, it wasn't that. It was Madonna's after party, and they were dancing with her makeup people, which I believe was in 2015 when Madonna was on tour. So that's what you, that's what they were talking about. So, oh, okay, okay. But we'll get Miho on again when we have you on again. But I really enjoy that story. And, like, people are like, are you going to ask her a question? I'm like, I'm letting you go because it's a great story, you know. Um, and I don't know everything about my personal life. Not everything. I'm not married anymore. But I'm gay. Now, so not married anymore. Posting photos, kind of like what's in the background. What's you in the, wait, an interesting I, photo. You post an interesting photo this week of yourself. Prince, no, I'm okay. I'm touching him. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do this because when I did this on Facebook, by the way, you know what? I'm gonna do it. It is again popping up, and poof. Um, when I did that on Facebook, they almost blocked my account. Yeah, like they said, we're, we're gonna. This is your warning. We're gonna. We're gonna close your account uh -oh. for thirty days because you're like touching whatever. It's a poster. Just calm down. Right. Now, someone, and you brought it up earlier, and someone's asking about paint TV. Explain that, like, what, what do you do for your show? Just so when you, I know you're not going to do it this week, but you say you're going to bring it back. Can you explain to people who may not know about it or want to know about it, 
about your paint your painting parties oh you know the, the the only reason paint okay this is really weird so i am um i really didn't want to say that because i'm, I'm like you know i don't want to be the person who talks and doesn't doesn't do stuff so i i am uh finally starting to get out of procrastinating and working on some some original music and i i'm thinking you know how see nowadays people they just they just put out music on the on their own you don't you just kind of like because of you have internet and you have um, sources that you didn't have before, you can just have like a little, your little independent label or whatever that you just put out music on, right? So I decided to call it Paint. The I don't even know if it's going to be a label because I'm not really thinking of any like a label, an artist or anything like that. Just a name under my little company or whatever where I'm going to put out music. So I decided to call it Paint because whenever I, I sit in front of a computer and work on a mashup or anything like that, it feels, uh, uh, and I, I mostly I work in Ableton, it's um, the tracks are colorful, and when I am done with it, it almost looks like some type of an abstract painted picture. You know, if that, that makes sense. I know it's really announced, now I'm going off. Um, so I'm thinking, hey, you know what? Paint, paint, that would be a cool, cool name. Then I looked it up if it exists, if anybody has it, and it doesn't. So I was like, yes, it's going to be mine. And then when I started doing, um, when I started, when I decided I'm going to live stream, first it was, oh my God, how do I even go about this? Because I didn't know there's more to it than just holding a phone in front of your face. You actually have to get the audio right and you have to get it, you know, through uh, directly into the computer and not just go through the phone, mic, uh, uh, phone, whatever, computer microphone. So it took me a week just to even put this together and do all of the, all of the research and figure out how to work with the, I, I use open, excuse me, open broadcasting software, OBS. I'm, I'm not sure what you are using, same thing or? No, you don't? Okay, well, we're gonna talk. <laughs> but anyway, so. Uh, so I did that, and then I was like, okay, I gotta have a name, I gotta have a name for my party. And then I just started like thinking about it. I'm like, well, um, I don't want to use the word prince in it, I don't want to get in trouble, this and that. Um, so uh, I started thinking of the name paint for you know my music, and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna, and purple is a color, I'm just gonna call it painted purple. And then I went online on Google Images and I just typed in, uh, a painting of prints or something like I'm not sure what I typed in, right? I think it was like, yeah, prints painting is what I, what I typed in. And one of the pictures that came up was the one that I'm using for as my uh, flyer. And I'm like, I need to know what this, I clicked on it. You know how when you go and you can click visit. So I click visit and it says it's by so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, I want to know who this person is. So then I go on Instagram and I go on Facebook and I uh, see I'm a big stalker. <laughs> I'm not. But I looked up this person and I'm like, oh, okay, now I got, it's a lady in Australia and she is an artist and she paints prints and she paints other things as well. So I contacted her and I said, hey, I'm going to do this live stream and I would like to, I really love your picture. Do I, uh, do I pay you? What do I do? Um, I would like to use your picture. She's like, no, 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 no. Just, you know, make sure that you credit me. So I credited her from, from beginning. I don't do it every time, but I did the first, at least a few times um, so that people know who she is. Um, and that's how, so yeah, that's how the name came out. And that's how the, the picture, it was basically just me typing in on Google Images, paint, Prince painting, and then painted purple was the name. And it's a, it's just really, it's, it's super simple. It's just me going online and live streaming and, and DJing, DJing Prince. It started out as me just DJing Prince music for five, five or six hours. Yes, yes, Heidi. How do you pronounce it? Oh, you can't. You are not on. Okay, you just saw. Blue. L U L E. Is it blue or brown? Yeah, blue. blue. Okay. See, I, I, I don't know. I never know how to pronounce it. Her artwork is amazing. And in all honesty, 
before he passed away, um, when he was going to make it a museum, he was going to use her artwork and stuff for a purple oh. rain room. It was going to be her okay. artwork and other things they were working on. And she's got an amazing book and amazing prints that she sells. And she's yeah. an amazing artist in her own right. For she sure. is. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, no, don't be her, her work. I just I looked at it. I was like, oh my god, she is so. I want everything, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just started doing these parties, and um, uh, at first, the first one, I just sort of like you know, introduced like, oh hi guys, this is you know, can you hear me? I was just so shy and everything. And as it kept going, I started talking more on the microphone, and then it became sort of like now it's it's still very much of a DJ mixed show, but there's, um. You know, I drink sometimes a bottle of wine in those seven hours. And as I keep going and as I'm sipping, I get more chatty. And then it gets, becomes almost like a Prince DJ set slash variety show. Then I brought my stuffed animals into it. And I'm thinking, oh, I am live streaming on Twitch and it's a gaming platform. And so I have, and I, I, I'm a gamer. I'm a, the shittiest gamer you will ever meet. I love, I have all these systems. I have almost every handheld system that exists. No joke, from Game Boy to Game Boy Color to Nintendo DS and 3DS and 2DS and Switch and Switch Lite and everything. And then now I just got PlayStation and Vita and all of that, right? I have all of these, I have more systems than games probably. And I start every game, I never finish it. And I walk around in circles and I bump into walls and I suck. It's, it's a comedy to watch me, but I love it. I absolutely love it. And uh, so I was like, okay, so I, and, I, and then I go to like, you know, GameStop and all these stores and I buy stuffed animals like Pikachu and Yoshi. So I decided I'm going to bring them on. And now they are a part of the show. They are a big part of the show. And I bring them on like starfish and coffee. And we do the dance like Prince did with the Muppets. Um, and also my chinchillas. Those are actual real live animals. So I bring my chinchillas on. PJ, not my chinchillas. I brought Mo once. And Mo is not allowed because he stopped the stream. He hopped from my arms onto the computer. First, he changed the song on me. And then he almost, no, he didn't stop the stream. He almost stopped the stream, but he changed the song. Yep. Hmm. No, guys, you were then, didn't change. Restarted, right? He restarted. And it was so crazy because I was playing Chlorine Bacon Skin. And it's already like, what is it, a 15-minute song? And I was seven minutes into it. And then he restarts the song. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Mo, you are not coming on anymore. But PJ, 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 yeah. PJ is a ladies' man. I bring him, and he goes, and he goes right in front of the screen. He's like, "Hi, girls, just look at me." He's just posing in front of the screen. So yeah, PJ comes on usually during, um, I think, Everlasting Now. I think it's one of the longer ones when I can comfortably get him out of the cage and then put him back. Yeah, I think it's. What What did somebody say just now? Okay, oh, you you're doing that. Okay, this is a website from Australia. <gasps> Thank you. Yes, is this gonna stay on? Can I click on it later? One sec, one sec. I can send it to you, but yeah, um, I don't know if you can click on it, but we'll make sure it's highlighted, but it'll be in the comments on Facebook around the 138 mark. If you need to go back to it, I can send it to you as well later. Okay. Her artwork is amazing for sure. Oh my goodness. I'm going to look at these comments. Like when we are done, I'm going to, I'm going to read all of this. You know what? In the comments, do you guys, do you guys have any questions or do you want to say anything? Anyone? Go for it. Let's open it up before anything. But yes, now this is the time because there was people asking questions, but I'm not going to interrupt uh, the storytelling. Oh, I think have. that's yeah, that's about it because it's it's chinchillas and it's wine and it's and I had an incident when my wine. Oh, that that you guys. Oh my god, 
and I was so set on being on time that night. You remember my, my wine story, right? I bought this new wine opener and it, it like, it, I didn't know, like I opened it. I didn't know it was going to be so big. So I opened a package. It comes from Amazon. You know how I even got that wine opener? I needed hand soap. No joke. I needed hand soap and um, Target was out. Everybody was out. So I was like, okay, I'm going to buy hand soap on Amazon. And there was like the six, you could buy, you know, like I was like, okay, I'm going to reach the $35 so that I get uh, free shipping. So I put six packages of, of, of hand soap in my cart. And then they say, oh, because of COVID, we can only sell you one. I'm like, all right, so I'm going to buy this soap for $3.50 and pay $5 shipping. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not doing it. So <laughs> I know, right? So I'm just going to make up the $35 with something. So, but I, I didn't need anything. I just went shopping. So I, I started buying out. I bought a wine opener and a cup warmer. Like you can put your tea on it and it looks like a mini, like a little thing that you circle and you keep your tea warm. Like, this is awesome. That wide opener was like 20 bucks. I was like, okay, this is going to make up to 35 altogether. And it showed up and it, can I, can I say, is all, all adults here? It looked like a giant dildo. And I was like, this is really weird looking, but then it's okay. I'll make it work. So I put it on a bottle and I didn't know that it's like electric and I'm not supposed to press down. I'm just supposed to sort of like hold it. And I pressed down and it kept pushing the cork inside instead of actually grabbing the cork and, and pulling it out. And I'm like, I'm doing something wrong. I don't know what I'm doing. So then I take it out and the cork is halfway through and I, okay, I'm going to try it again. So I go, go, go. And it didn't, it kept pushing it through. Like, okay. I don't have a choice right now. I don't know what to do. So I don't know what I, I don't know what I took. It was something that fit maybe some type of a stick. I took something and I decided I'm going to just like slam it into so that the cork goes inside little did i know that the cork expands and the wine goes so high right so it goes in and it goes boom and the wine exploded it went on my t-shirt it went on the cabinets it went on the wall on the fridge and stove behind me on the floor and it's red wine and i'm thinking jesus this is not fun i am already almost late and so i just went on facebook and and instagram and i posted this is not gonna happen i gotta get you know because everything is sort of like light gray um, in my kitchen. I'm like, I cannot let this sit for three hours. This is going to stain. So that was my little wine incident. And then, yeah. So, oh, and then I put uh, then I put that little thing on it on top. I don't even know what it is. That, that thing that, that pours alcohol. And I think it's one for whiskey. So then on top of everything, I'm holding it. And, oh, and the cork that was inside got stuck in it also. So I'm trying to pour it on air. And I'm holding it for two minutes and it's not happening. And I'm just like, this is this day. This is just not going to happen. This wine is giving me, when I get to this wine, I will drink so much of it. It's not even funny. <laughs> so yeah. Hilarious. Now a question that someone had is about you playing drums or Prince making you play drums. Oh yeah. I didn't say that one. Yes. Uh, Floor is yours. If you want to talk I, about it. It was a party. I think, I don't know how many people were there. It was not big. Maybe, 20, 30 people or something like that. And he goes, come with me. So I come with him and he goes like, just sit down over here. I'm like, behind the drums? He goes, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't play drums. And he goes, no, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm like, okay. And the thing is that DJ was playing. So there was actually music playing. I was supposed to play to the music. Not even have headphones. So not, not only there's feedback, right? And so Prince stands behind me and he holds my arms and oh and at that time this was right shortly after he 
you know, that attraction thing or whatever. So then he like smells my neck and he goes like, mm, you smell so good. I'm like, though, this is totally making me comfortable. People are gathering over here because you are standing behind me on drums. They don't give a shit about me, but they want to see you. And now I am going to play drums for all of these people. And he goes like, okay, that's kick drum over there. Put your, put your foot on that pedal over there and just like hit it. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm hitting that. And he goes like, think of that. That's when you dance. That's your butt. And I'm like, you are making me like so uncomfortable right now. This is <laughs> so now I'm supposed to play kick drum and think of my butt while you are standing behind me with your nose next to my neck and holding my arms. And you and you're like, don't do nothing with your arms. I'm gonna play the drum. I'm like, okay. So I'm trying to keep the rhythm, and he's moving my arms, but they are sort of moving a little bit out of the way. Everything sounds in today's world. If you can think of like some funk playing from from the dj booth mixed with dubstep this was before dubstep but that's what it would be it was like to say terrible i don't i don't that doesn't even come close doesn't even come close it yeah i was so happy when i got off those drums i wish i had sunglasses on that night i did not want to see people <laughs> It was really bad. I think I walked up to every single person and apologized for what they had to hear. I, I think because, yeah, I still apologize, but I used to apologize a lot, like a lot. And I, I believe I apologized to everyone. That was that was an experience. Yeah, I was going to leave that one out. And oh, <laughs> they kept asking over and over again. I'm like, all right, <laughs> let me do this one. Another one that someone had is about a freedom picture, the significance of the freedom picture. Oh, it was, you know, I, uh, lately I found myself feeling, um, being very much in a moment. I don't know. Maybe it's a part of my little, you know, when I, when I stopped streaming and just sort of kind of like processing and, um, uh, it's like weird to say, like I'm in my forties and like just say to get to know myself, but getting to know myself and becoming, you know, when you hit like these stages in your life, when you, when you sort of get, uh, you feel like you feel growth and you feel like something just hits and changes a little bit. And, and I'm going through one of those right now. Um, and I'm also feeling very, uh, very in a moment and not, not afraid to do whatever the hell enters my mind. And it was middle of the night. And I think I saw, I was online and I saw a video from Ice Cube and another one from, am I pronouncing his name right? Michael Rappaport? Is that his last yes. name? Rappaport? Yes. So I saw his video and I, and I saw a video from Ice Cube and I, you know, started seeing um, some Trump stuff again. I'm just like, and everything just sort of like came to me how, uh, how shitty things are really, you know? And, I don't know how it came. Uh, and, and, oh, and then I started thinking about Madonna in the middle of that. This is these are my thoughts in the middle of the night. It's really weird. And how Madonna did. Um, he does. Uh, he Jesus. She does a lot of um, uh, controversial art. Uh, she she's done it for years. You know, like when she did American Life and all of that. Like, oh, he's, oh, is this your nighttime look right now? I should turn the lights off. No, no. Um, and you know, like you sometimes do do I things like when she she will she will post a picture and it's political but it has to do with art and it has to do with a little bit of uh like it's a little bit of naughty and a little sexuality and blah blah, blah. and it's, it's sort of exposed you know and comfort i have it i have it as well 
I know. I just had it behind there recently because I have read these books there. How beautiful is that? It's funny that you brought it up. How beautiful is that? It is. Inside. Oh, God. It's an interesting. Except for vanilla ice. But it was a it was a feeling of I I I, I felt like I, I had I felt like I had something to say and I felt um, brave and I felt comfortable in my skin and I felt free and it felt good and I so I decided I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna stand in my bathroom and I'm gonna turn on the portrait mode and I'm just gonna do snap 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 and I think 47 selfies later I liked that one or something like that. It's a lot of them. They are all really, really bad. And this one is okay, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. And also I, comfortable because like I'm nowhere I'm nowhere near perfect. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm like I'm I'm like I don't have six pack and, and you know what I mean? Like I don't have your, your fitness body and just like just to feel comfortable. Like I'm thin. I know I'm thin. But I don't have like this, like I never go to the gym, so I don't have like that, like the definition and all of that stuff. And just to feel comfortable to post something, it felt good. It felt good and, I, and, and everything that I posted that goes along, goes along with it because we, you know, I, I, I believe that we really are, we are all family. We are. Being comfortable in your own skin is perfect. Yeah. Period, whether you have the abs or other things or not. As long as you're comfortable in your own skin, that's what matters, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Now it's really crazy what's going on in the world because it's not not only you know I I don't know if COVID is contributing because it is easy to lose your mind when stuff like that is going on for a long long time, you know for from the beginning it can be oh it's fun we're gonna get some we're gonna get some downtime and we're just gonna sort of reset our chip but then when it goes on for four months five months six months. I find myself, I, I miss people. I really do. I, I miss hugging people. I need other human beings. I don't, you know, it's not, yeah. It's tough. I mean, it's not, I'm yeah. with you and I see your post and I thank you for your post. And um, it's just, it's really tough for someone. I don't have family. I don't have a lot of people and I'll go weeks without seeing someone unless I'm going to Target or other places. It's tough it's tough and i'll be yeah. honest about that it's it takes a lot you know i'll go on drives just to get out to listen to my music yeah but it's really tough yeah i'm really hoping it's gonna i mean the thing is the hard part is we don't know how long this is gonna this is gonna continue you know i haven't even watched i'm gonna be honest i don't even turn the tv on because i'm one of those people who take everything everything in and i can only take so much even when it comes to reading about COVID or politics or anything before it completely brings me down and I just go and I just lay down and start crying. So I don't want to, I just cannot do it. And it may sound selfish that I'm distancing myself from that, you know, but it's not that I'm selfish or that I'm ignorant and don't care. I can only take so much. So I don't even know right now what is going on with COVID right now. Is it still rising? This is a dumb question. I know, but is it? At different places. But what's going to happen is, is because of Labor Day, at least out here, there were so many people at the beach because our malls are closed, the movie theaters are closed. And like I said, we were dealing with 121 degree heat. And I'm some people in LA, they do not have air conditioners and other oh. things going on because there's other parts in LA where they just for a few days, if they're in Santa Monica, they can have their window open and get cool air. That wasn't like this. I knew people 
that were in Santa Monica that actually stayed at a hotel this past weekend just so they can have air conditioning. So it was pretty bad, but people, so many people were at the beach and out. So I'm sure even though our numbers were dropping in LA, we're going to get it going up again because people wanted to get out to escape the heat. So it's frustrating. That is, I didn't know. See, like when I lived in Dallas, it was, I think it was, uh, like a, like a rule. What do you call it? Like a law. You have to have air conditioning for, you know, for safety. Is it, I thought it was the same right. in Los Angeles because it's, it gets, it gets so hot. Nah, that's why like in West Hollywood, there was only, it was only one company. I wish it was all of, um, California, but there was a company in West Hollywood that if there was elderly people or handicapped people that didn't have fans or air conditioner, that they were bringing them box fans and a case and a case of water. Oh my! So that was pretty cool. That is crazy. You know? Do you guys know the forecast? How long is this heat supposed to be going? Do you know? They keep saying it's supposed to be in the 90s the past few days, like high 90s and high 100s, but it's actually been a little bit lower. I don't, <coughs> excuse me, know if it's because of the fires that have been going on, but um, it's it hasn't been as hot the past few days, and I don't want to curse it. And I see people okay. here saying it's been hot in Vegas and hot in Arizona. We were actually hotter than Vegas. And that is absolutely ridiculous. That's why oh. I'd be putting on my Facebook post, Vegas and Arizona, come get your freaking weather because it's not supposed to be like in LA. Yes, LA always has warm temperatures all year round. We don't have seasons, but 121 degrees is absolutely ridiculous. I can't even imagine um, Let's talk about something cooler that I saw someone brought about before I know, because I don't want to keep you too late and whatnot, because I know you got other things, but someone brought up about a Sam Smith after party and wanted me to ask you about that. Do you know what they're talking about? Was it? Sam Smith. Oh, okay. I think I know. Okay. Is that the one? If you want to share. No, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if it was. And then, okay. And after that, remind me, George Clinton and Miho. Okay, Miho, if you are still there. <clears throat> was the Sam Smith one the one when it was private? He never showed. Was it That's private? Okay. Na Natalie, Natalie and Miko, are you, are, you, um, are we talking about that one? Natalie is, I believe so, yes. And she said he never showed. Okay, no, Sam didn't, but I, are we talking about the little private one that you guys went with me? I I yes, she said yes. All right, all right, so it was me, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were there, um, so I brought you guys, they, they, they let you come in, they were super nice, and it was just Prince and Hannah, Josh, and I think... Hannah's mom and dad or Josh's mom and dad, some, some family members. It was only like a few, five, six, seven people. And I think it was, yes, it was supposed to be an after party for Sam Smith. Sam Smith never came. So then I ended up DJing. But I was set up. It was really weird. It was in a love of one. I keep calling it love of one another room, guys. I, I'm gonna will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna will. I'm going to forever. Is what I meant to say. Sorry, I will forever. Whatever. Um, I'm trying to say two things at the same time. It wasn't it's on okay. stage, but my DJ booth was set up like right in front of it. It was really weird, just like on a, it was a table on the floor. Um, 
and it was a wide i only my stuff only took up half half of the table and then halfway through josh came and he set up a computer and then prince came and started djing with me and then he eventually took over so the the fun part was first i was playing work it by missy elliott and he comes in with Sherilyn got to be real and i'm like that's just not gonna mix into it and he goes like no no no, it's a funky song i'm like no i know it's a funky song but it's not gonna mix into work trust me <laughs> so he goes and he just starts playing got to be real into it it's completely offbeat for anybody who knows about djing we're going from like 102 bpm to 115 and and he doesn't even do a transition it's just oh like i'm grinding my teeth <laughs> okay just do it you're in your house it's fine um so he does that transition and then he's just gonna just gonna dj so it's like okay so he have <clears throat> that song or lets it play out and instead of djing and that's where i heard you guys probably saw the story that i posted after um janelle monet released make me make me feel and when i posted that story on facebook about that line that synth line um when she says i, I don't know how the lyrics go uh, i'm powerful and then that's heavy synth uh, kind of like before the chorus starts and it's just a <laughs> that line that goes into it so he started playing this instrumental heavy funk song with that line and that's where we net and 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 miko and those few people who were there with him got to hear that and then i didn't even know because this was 2015 maybe or something like that 2014 2015 so this was before uh long before janelle when did um janelle 2018 her album came out i think beginning of 2018 or late 2017 yeah something like that right that one and as soon as that song came out and as soon as that synth line hit i was like oh my god he, that's it <laughs> he gave that to her you know because i all i remember it was so funky i remember when he played that I, I'm like, what is what is happening here? It was so like one of those things that go under your skin. It was so raw and just so penetrating. I I couldn't forget it. I was like, I want to know. Finish the song. I I want to hear the song. And then he never finished, but gave it to her. So, and then when that hit on her song, <clears throat> okay, this is it. I'm just feeling it right now. The same thing just went under my skin, just like that. And um, yeah, so that was that was that party that Sam Smith never showed up. And then Miho. Crazy. Miho, are you here? George I don't Clinton. Think she is anymore, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh my God. George Clinton after party. I think 2000, I don't know, 2001, 2002, maybe. This is like early 2000s. Funny. Funny. We went to see George Clinton, me and Miho. And it was, it was George in his, when he had a lot of fun days, let's put it that way. <laughs> so he was playing, I'm not sure, I think it was a fine line, maybe. He was supposed to go on at nine o'clock and the band kept playing. Later, the cook from fine line told me that George was incredibly stoned standing in a kitchen looking at the food for three and a half hours. So needless to say, George gets on stage at 12.30 a.m., <laughs> we're all in the room like okay where's george where's george he gets on stage at 12 30 a.m um he stands facing the band his back is to the crowd and he just stands there and just nods for another 20 minutes or something like that then he turns around it's close to 1 a.m he gets on a mic and he goes woof and we go okay and he keeps going five minutes later woof 
<laughs> the show is gonna start tonight. This is awesome. <laughs> I think it was about 1.15. And then he goes into this 20-minute version of Heart of Steel. Do you know that song? Heart of Steel and Still Getting Harder. And then his niece, who was like 20 years old at that time, starts singing that with him. And then I'm seeing like at that time, you know, 65 or whatever year old George and his 18, 19 year old niece singing Heart of Steel together. This is really weird. At almost two o'clock in the morning, it's fine line. Anyway, they go a little bit over over two. It's like I think they let them play until like two thirty or something like that. And then Miho and I go, "Hey, uh, let's go to Paisley. Is there an after party?" I think nobody knew. And like, let's just nobody said anything. Let's just go out there. So we go out there. Takumi is there. Takumi lets us in, and it's nobody at Paisley Park. Just me and Miho. I'm like, okay, let's just go up there and let's just sit on that couch under the DJ booth. So we sit on that couch under the DJ booth. It's about, I think at this point, 3, 3.30 in the morning. Nothing is going on. We keep sitting there. Four o'clock in the morning, George Clinton walks in a room by himself. Just George. Okay, we'll take it. <laughs> so he comes in. He walks right by us, doesn't say anything, goes up to the DJ booth. He had some CDs with him. He goes up to the DJ booth and he starts playing his own song. Slowly makes his way down, goes on a dance floor. It's a long version of the song, 12-inch version of the song. On a dance floor, he dances by himself to that whole song. The song stops. He walks up to the DJ booth, plays another one of his own songs, goes back down. This keeps happening until about 5 a.m., by the way. Just George DJing for himself, playing his own songs, <laughs> completely stoned out of his mind. 5 a.m., Prince enters the room. And he just walks up to us, says hi to us, asks us if we are having a good time. We are having a good time. So now it's Prince standing at the soundboard, us sitting on a couch, and George Clinton keeps going up and down, up and down, till 7 a.m. playing George Clinton songs and keeps dancing on the stage. Then <clears throat> he walks up to Prince. They leave together. Party's over. Me and Miho leave. 7.30 a.m. That's what happened. That was the after party of George. Wow. And we're like, okay, this this is something we will never forget. <laughs> For sure. Yep. We were sort of one that happened, and we let it happen. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, so, yeah. Now, Linka, because I'm going to let you go, because I know you have other things to do, and we've been at the two-hour mark, but I appreciate you so much being on. Is there anything that you want to say in closing that you weren't able to say yet? at all i think i said the too floor much. is yours <laughs> i think i said too much no thank you guys i you know oh. i didn't, uh, get to see all the comments because i am uh, i'm i'm looking at the screen but i'm gonna i'm gonna read all of the comments i'm really excited to read the comments and thank you for how many people do we have here do, can you can you tell i can't see numbers or anything total at one time all together because it gives us the main thing i think we had around 120 to 130 that were logged in through 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 facebook and youtube oh nice and twitch but there is other people that aren't logged in that watch it that may not have facebook or youtube so it doesn't count those numbers yeah. but of course Sometimes we don't get them to watch live because we're in the middle of the night overseas. There are some people from yeah. Australia that are here because it's mid-afternoon. And there is some people that actually wake up at 3 in the morning to watch the show overseas. So I appreciate all of you guys. Yeah. But, you know, that's why they're they're able to not only watch it live, but watch it afterwards. And then, yeah. you know, if you go back through Facebook or through here, they'll see your comments. Maybe not the people on YouTube. But if they want, you know, if you respond on Facebook, 
they'll see at least the people on Facebook will see everything. Yeah, I so can't wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read all of the comments. So yeah, if I didn't, if, if someone, someone just said this, I didn't. Let's see. I'm gonna put it on screen. Whoops. And of course, my mouse is weirding out right now. But someone said that there's over 600 comments. It's gonna take you hours to read them all. So oh they good work with that. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, well, I'm gonna cook. I'm gonna cook tonight. So I'm gonna cook, and then I'm gonna just kind of like slowly eat and scroll and read. Eat and read at the same right. time. And I'm I really I appreciate you. What do you think I shouldn't say that. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm tempted, but I'm not going to do it. You do what you want. I'll probably do an after show for people just to, to see if like how everything went. But I am so glad that you were on. And I want to have you on again. Really? You know, but of course. Okay. Yes. Let's do it. But, you know, Let's have especially a lot of like. Join us and just chat with them. That, that was like a lot of fun. Yeah. The thing is, is that was our first time doing it since we did a show back in 2012, 2013. I think it went well and we don't need a test. I think everyone knows what they're doing in quarantine and with Zoom calls. So we'll have more people on. But of course, the next time you're doing Paisley Park after dark, like I'd love to have you on the week before that. And then yeah. afterwards that people on again. But definitely yeah. I love having the fans on because I keep telling everyone this is their show too. Albeit yeah. there's certain things we won't talk about, but there is, uh, you know, it is their show. And I love having people like you on and so many others. Yeah. And I really think it was great today that we were able to talk about John Blackwell a lot, especially on the anniversary of his birthday. Yeah. See, I'm so bad with birthdays. Jesus, I hardly remember my own. I did not, I did not even know. That's bad. Right? It, it's just one of those things that's great because you were telling a story that maybe a lot of people didn't know about him auditioning and all these things. Yeah. That's awesome. And I haven't been uh, I haven't been online today. Besides, I retweeted your was it your um not retweeted re, re Instagrammed story. I was tagged in a story about oh. this is happening, and I just added to your story. So I added it to my story, and that was my time online. Like I had I did nothing, so I have no. That's why I didn't even see about a birthday or anything. So <laughs> it's all good. Yes, but. Again, thank you so much for being on. And again, I'm gonna be bugging you to come back on. No, so thank you. Was fun. I was afraid that I will have nothing to say. You can't shut me up. So you see this? <laughs> see, and you have nothing to say. We were two hours, and we probably do double that. So of <laughs> course, you have stuff to say. And you just gotta let you just. I set up. I I ask the questions, and I set it up, and you knock it down, and I let you go. We don't have like a certain time limit, so people are able to get out the lengthy stories that they can share. And I'm sure there's going to be something that you're going to think of in the middle of the night, like, oh man, wish we yeah. talked about that. But that's why we'll have you on next time for Probably. sure. Okay. Yeah. This is fun. Right. And I didn't even know, see, this is how I don't know anything. I didn't even know you do these on Wednesdays. So now I'm going to watch. I'm going to start watching. It's all good. And see, I made sure, cause that's when we were doing our old shows was on Wednesdays as well. And I didn't want to be doing stuff the same nights that you do stuff. Sometimes, We'll have a guest on Friday night, but that's when we couldn't get them on Wednesday. But I don't want to compete with you and Dudley, Dudley doing this stuff on Monday nights with Paisley nights or whatever, by knowing that you have your events on Friday. So hopefully we just set up for that, for you to have people switch over to that. But yeah. we try to have Wednesdays so we don't compete with anyone else. And that's perfect, you know? It's like uh, something uh, throughout the week, but not every night. You know, you have a little bit exactly. of, yeah, it's spread out nicely. Yeah. It's the hump day. <laughs> yes. Although I, ain't nobody humping around here like Bobby Brown. <laughs> All good. 
All right, Linka. Thank you so much for your time. Guys, I'm going to close up so you don't have to leave. But Linka, thank you so much for your time. It's really, really appreciated. And thank you for being you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know how to be anyone else. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you, everybody. I will get through those comments. Tonight, I will. Right. I'm usually late on comments, but I will. Okay. <laughs> have fun drinking the wine later on tonight. I, I don't know. Maybe later. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, thank right. you. Like this. Thank you, thank you. I have to speak on a mic. There you go. It worked out great. <laughs> it did. Right. Yes. All right. Have a good night. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to try. We'll get real quick comments from you. Um, should I do an after show? Although we've done like two hours, it'll be a small after show. But if you guys want it, I'll do it. And I just put up the PayPal link. If you guys want to donate, it's up to you. Um, you know, I'm just putting it out there for that. And then for Venmo, uh, sorry, I don't have all these things ready. And then with cash app, I think cause someone was asking for that. It's always appreciated. We're going to be getting that mount on the wall, hopefully soon. So you guys aren't seeing me look to the right as much. I know it can be problematic, but I'm just trying to bring in your comments and let you guys know that it's being watched and whoops, apparently that didn't work right for YouTube, other stuff, but that's for, uh, cash out. But should we do like a small after show? You guys let me know. Whatever. It's not doing it right. And I'm not going to waste your guys' time with that. All right. So what I'm going to do is, log off give me a little bit of a break someone name a prince error real quick and maybe i'll wear that for the after show i'll have something from that so you guys say something quick i could put on something from rave since she talked about the rave era so that's what i'm gonna do rave era i'm gonna pull out something to wear uh, i think i have a hoodie although it could be a little warm for that but we'll see what's going on thank you guys so much for for subscribing for sharing um, on YouTube, Facebook Live, always appreciate you guys. Twitch, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify. And um, I appreciate you guys in these times so much. Um, but give me a little bit of time and I will be right back. Till then, keep it funky, y'all.